Good evening and welcome to Xbox Taverns X Pod Tavern episode 92nd. I am Jamie and I'm once again joined by MPV Graham. Hello. Millie Man Ian. Hello, I'm back. Ladies' favourite Daniel's also returning. Hello. <laughs> and the one, the only Scottish Gruff Ross. Hello. How are we, gentlemen? Welcome to another wonderful Xbox Taverns X Pod Tavern. Hello. Hello. Good to be back. Well, yes. how how, are, how was your weddings, uh, Daniel and Ian? Right, right, last week. Yeah, we got married. It was fine. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the honeymoon was a bit we had interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I can sit good scissoring. Yeah, I was going to say, is that why you've moved the camera so you're not as awkwardly setting up like this? <laughs> you can't see the big. Anyway, let's let's move on. Move on from that. Um, yeah, so we're back. We're going to talk some Xbox news, video games, and stuff. If you're not familiar, with Xbox Tavern, Xbox Tavern, and we start every week at sun, on Sunday, eight pm. Yeah, over on youtubecom official and various other places that Ross will in, uh, enlighten you with later on. However, let's get into news, gentlemen, and we're going to talk about surprise, surprise, the Activision Blizzard deal once again, and, and specifically Call of Duty. Um, so, according to Phil Spencer, he says Call of Duty will become game part part of Game Pass on launch, uh, but launch day. Oh God, I've cut that title right. I don't know, but will still launch the same day on PlayStation. Um, so it's announced in the Microsoft blog post according to IGN. Uh, he confirmed that Xbox, uh, Activision Blizzard's library of games is coming to Xbox Game Pass once the acquisition deal goes through, which includes Call of Duty and other blockbuster titles like Diablo and Overwatch. And he said that the Xbox's goal was to bring games to as many people as possible and therefore reaffirmed alongside the Game Pass, uh, alongside the Game Pass news that Call of Duty would arrive on PlayStation the same day as it launches elsewhere. Um, so, gentlemen, obviously we already kind of knew this anyway, but it's good to sort of hear him reaffirm it for those people on the internet who like to get angry about every little thing that doesn't really need to get angry about uh do you reckon uh, ian since you're back you've missed a couple of weeks let's get you straight into the straight into the news hound mode. Yeah, um, let's do it what's your thoughts obviously called you to come to game pass day one we obviously expected that but did you expect it to still launch on playstation at the same time or would it have had a delay and um, does it bother you are you going to get on your twitter machine and go oh, i don't want it to do this it's not fair <laughs> No, I, th- I think, like I say, Call of Duty is such a big title. It needs to be on all platforms. I wouldn't, I'll probably, I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if, say, future ones down line, maybe two or three years, will become like a console exclusive. But in the recent month, especially with Warzone kind of picking up steam, I'm hoping that you know it's good to have everyone playing and enjoying the Call of Duties. I think how much shit show Vanguard was. They've kind of got. That's the main point for me. They've got to kind of ramp up with Modern Warfare too. Was that uh, the last one, Vanguard? I've completely out. Yeah, Vanguard was the most recent one. Yeah, Vanguard was the most recent one. That was pretty shit. And even the Warzone stuff they knew they brought in, it kind of put me off because they brought so many like shitter guns in it. Whereas I'm hoping now when they go back to Modern Warfare two days, where it's similar to Modern Warfare with the guns and stuff, it kind of get my juices flowing. So you didn't say anything about this particular uh, October release of Modern Warfare 2. Um, and no. they've also said in another story I was reading that he's confirmed, he, what did he write a letter to, um, what's his name? The guy at some, uh, PlayStation. Conti uh, Conti Chops. Well, I can't think what his fucking name is now. The really boring guy. Anyway, apparently he wrote well, him the old letter, guy. Yeah, confirming that he would be uh, keeping Duty on PlayStation for several years beyond whatever deal they've currently got with Activision for exclusivity you know, DLC and stuff like that. Um, so it's going to be on there for a while, but day one Game Pass is good. Daniel, let's get you back into the fold as well. Welcome back. Hello. What's your um, thoughts on this uh, On this bit of news? So I, I would have liked to have seen 
some sort of exclusivity. However, Call of Duty will not do well unless you've got an abundance of players and a mass of players, um, as well as obviously if you're looking at business-wise, you need people buying it on the on PlayStation on PC because that's a shed load of money they need to recoup. Um, it's spending that much money, you you need every. Any, You'd be surprised amount amount of cosmetics they put out and people just buy it. I've got a couple of friends who just buy some. I remember one, but what the store cosmetic? It's like for fuck's sake, it's just a skin. You're not going to see it. Well, yeah, I mean, I would like to think that if we're not going to have some sort of exclusivity on the Microsoft side, at least have some sort of exclusivity where you're getting either maps early or exclusive. Well, they'll tie it in with Game Pass, won't they? There'll be like uh, exclusivity of uh, skins and so on and such and so forth. Um, but yeah, business wise and player wise, it makes more sense to have it around for everybody business gonna business um yeah. i know Gray, you're not a bit, you're not really bothered about call of duty but does, does this do anything for you to any any input you'd like to add to the conversation yeah well diablo coming to game pass is quite interesting for me but um Indeed. it's more the fact there is a perk the fact that call of duty is being included into game pass which means you don't have to go out and buy it if you've got that subscription playstation is still gonna have to go out and buy it for, on their side I don't think it's going to be included in their subscription, though, is it? So, you know what would be hilarious? If, if they shoved one of those little mob month tokens for Game Pass in the PlayStation boxes, so they open it up and they're like, hey, if, if you play on PlayStation, but yeah. you'd like to... Uh, yeah, like to play months free to try. Yeah, that would be genius. They can get it for the PC as well. They can play it that way. Damn right. Well, um, Ross, your thoughts? And I have a feeling you're probably going to be the most vocal on this. What's your thoughts? I think it's great. Um, I, I think we all suspected that it was going to come to Game Pass. Uh, I've no issue with staying on PlayStation. Um, uh, unlike what Ian was saying, I don't see it ever being an exclusive to Xbox. I think they'd be stupid to do that. What I think they might do is they might do Xbox releases the 1st of September, PlayStation releases the 21st of September. Um, give Xbox players X amount of time early, like um, a month, like a month exclusive. Yeah, but I don't see them ever. I don't see them ever taking it away from PlayStation completely. I feel like that would be cutting the rose off to spite their face. Um, yeah, you're probably right there because obviously, like you say, it makes so much money for all the consoles. Oh, yeah. um, like, and they're still, and then end of the day as well, Microsoft will still be making money with PlayStation buying. Oh that. yeah, like, as soon as as soon as they start buying anything to do with it, uh, the the customizables, the operators, anything along those lines, that's money in Microsoft pockets. So, yeah. um, no, I don't I don't think it'll ever go purely exclusive, but I do think Microsoft could play hardball and start doing delayed um, releases for PlayStation and X, Y, and Z. But uh, no far. As far as coming to Game Pass, I think we all expected it. It's a massive win for Game Pass. Um, not only Call of Duty, uh, the rest of the games, Overwatch, Diablo. Um, obviously, Diablo is going to have future iterations. There's one coming out next year, I think, is it? Um, yeah. There's obviously Overwatch 2 is free to play, so that really doesn't affect it as much. Um, but no, adding the adding the titles that Activision and Blizzard are going to be bringing to console, and obviously I'd imagine PC Game Pass will pick up a few things from the Blizzard side of things, like um, was it Hearthstone, uh, League of Legends, games like that. They'll benefit from that sort of thing, StarCraft. Um, but no, it's a great move. And StarCraft, hopefully... Yes, StarCraft. <laughs> I got it right this time. Not Starfall. <laughs> Not Starfall, like you fuckers. Uh, 
Um, but no, great news for Game Pass. A massive feather in the cap for Phil Spencer getting this. And then obviously everything's based on how the UK court arbitration or whatever it is. can't remember who they, what it is exactly. But, Competition uh, and markets authority, not that I'm reading yes. ahead. So um, obviously got to wait to see what they say. But as it stands just now, big win for Xbox. Yes, well, let's move on to said competition and uh, of whatever it's called, a markets authority, shall we? Um, because they have revealed concerns over said Activision Blizzard acquisition. Um, so according to their uh, like phase one investigation, it says here, uh, following our phase one investigation, we are concerned that Microsoft could use its control over popular games like Call of Duty and World of Warcraft post-merger to harm rivals. Ah, including recent and future rivals in multi-game subscription services and cloud gaming. Um, and then they go on to say, uh, if our concerns are not addressed, we plan to explore this deal in an in-depth phase two investigation to reach a decision that works in the interest of UK gamers and businesses. They probably should take that first bit out of the gamers and just, we're just worried about the business. Yeah, um, we want more money. <laughs> basically, yeah. Uh, and then what a couple more things they have to say, according to this pure Xbox write-up, is that the CMA is concerned if Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard, it could harm rivals, including recent and future entrants of the gaming, which they already said, by refusing to them access to Activision Blizzard games or providing access on much worse terms. And they're also concerned that they could leverage Activision Blizzard's games together with Microsoft's strength across console, cloud, and PC uh, to damage competition in the nascent market for cloud gaming services. Um, again, that all sounds a, a bit like they're more worried about the business side of things. You know, perhaps they got a couple of pals at Sony or Nintendo, and they're like, "We can't. Well, our shares will go down. You can't do this." Um, <laughs> Ross, let's go back to you. Does this? I mean, it's all business going to business, really, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's it's basically babysitting. Um, not just Sony. As much as Sony will be the one that most people look to, it's also looking at like your uh, the cloud side of things as well. So like Stadia. Um, Amazon's one is that Luna. Um, they'll be looking at things like because if you read further down in the market, if you read further down in the um, fuck the article, sorry, it basically basically says <laughs> that um, it's not just about consoles; it's about strength across cloud and PC operating systems to damage competition in the market for cloud gaming services. So they're not just yeah. looking at it from a PlayStation point of view; it's basically everywhere that you can play these games um, has to be sort of fair and equal terms. Again, I don't ever think Microsoft would be business-wise stupid enough to keep it from the other things. I feel like they may incentivize the exact same way PlayStation does. PlayStation had the exclusivity deal with um, Call of Duty that you got to play that early. You got certain skins and things like that. So PlayStation have had that sort of idea as well. So then it's Xbox's turn to sort of turn it around on them. They'll not get as many things as Xbox does, but it won't mean that PlayStation players are at a disadvantage or anything along those lines it just needs to be that mix of users have something that playstation players can't get without ruining their game for them but you don't see this across like video streaming services no you don't see people you know going oh my god amazon have got the boys so oh, but then it's but the problem with that is is they're not buying studios they're buying the rights to a specific franchise <laughs> of stories but they're also they are it would be different for example as well It'd be different, for example, if Netflix went and bought Paramount Studios, for example, and no Paramount film could ever go on Amazon. Or if Amazon bought MGM and no MGM film could go on fucking anything like that. That's that's the differences between things like that. 
Yeah, yeah I, it, it's all a bit business. Uh, I mean, I must admit, I dozed off halfway through because like business is going to business. Nothing to get nothing personal. Right? So it's like it's all just like oh, I don't want you to spend your money here, and I don't want you to do yeah. your money. Just uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're going to get over it. I mean, Phil business. Phil Spencer has responded, um, and I was just reading through his quote while you were while you were talking. But again, he as as much as he likes to keep it real, like we said last week, where he's talking about bits of plastic under your telly and all that. Um, this week he's just. I think his uh, PR people must have been having like a cattle prod behind him being like, say the right words, Phil, say it. Because yeah. um, his, his response, I won't read it all, but it, it, the gist of it is, well, the first bit is, to reach the billions of players where they are and no matter what device they play on, we need to embrace choice. Giving players choice in how they play their games makes gaming more accessible and leads to larger, more vibrant communities of players, um, which is a fucking PR fluff if I've read one. Uh, and then he just goes on pretty much repeats the same thing saying everywhere people are we're going to put games and we want people to play fusion fingers together um yeah i mean it's probably going to go through it at this rate it's not like it's uh they wouldn't have ended entered into this if they thought it weren't going to succeed yeah it's already been agreed hasn't it yeah yeah i mean a couple of places like saudi arabia and stuff have already signed off on it i mean granted you could get into the saudi arabia thing but yeah, this seems to be the first major hurdle that they've come up against, but I'm sure they've their well-paid lawyers have already. Yeah, let's face, let's face it. If if a company the size of Microsoft want a deal to go through, they're finding a way of getting it through. Yeah, I yeah, mean, they're, they're this isn't a company who's. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, this isn't a company who like have struggled to keep ahead of the curve in regards to every other operating system that could have ever been produced for PCs, for example. Yeah, because this so, the Xbox industry is a pocket. Of what Microsoft have, yeah. yeah. So if if Microsoft's lawyers decide that they want this deal to be completed and confirmed, no little fucking Sony way. fanboy is going to make it not go ahead. No, exactly. exactly. They've got the best if, lawyers in the world. Yeah. yeah. Even if they are, even if they do work for the competitions and market authority, um. But yeah, so so we'll say again. This, this what? How long has it been going? About about a year now at this point, isn't it? Coming up to a year, they've been sort of working on mm. this, and it's still got a bit of a time to go, I imagine. Um. Uh, I think they said at the one, bottom of one of these that Tom Warren said that he suggested it wouldn't be completed until next year. Obviously, we're pretty much at the end of the year anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah so we'll it was see. Daniel's announced. So. Yeah, so we'll see you some point. In, <clears throat> excuse me, in the next six months or so, whether there's a, it might been much updates to it. Um, but it's saying, it seems like this uh, our good old UK authorities are the only ones who've uh, issued concerns so far, which hopefully they'll be able to overcome. And we can go from there, and then we can finally get, like Graham was saying, Diablo and Call of Duty and Overwatch. I mean, mm-hmm. the new Overwatch is is free to play coming out soon, but I'm sure they can whack some some uh, side games and whatever on there. And like I said before, get your World of Warcrafts on, get everybody hooked back into that. You know, I'm sorry, please don't. Seem twitching, seem twitching. No, add some achievements to it, and you'll be fucking laughing. They do have achievements in it. Oh, That's fuck. the worst thing about it. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, let's they got internal Xbox achievements. achievements. No, Let's not but... start off on achievements until we talk about games played this week because I feel yeah, like that's yeah, going to take a good 45 that. minutes to get through that. No, we'll get to that at some point <laughs> very shortly. So what, um, I actually got back into World of Warcraft. You know what killed it? COVID. Achievements. Nope, I got COVID. COVID and I, I got COVID and I was like, I don't want to do anything again. <laughs> I never went back to it after that. <laughs> it was a sign, Ian. It was a sign. All right, um, should we move on to, to the next story then if, if everyone's happy with that? Love it. Um, let's talk about Halo. We sort of started off on a bit of a downer, I guess, this week, but we're gonna we're gonna come up, we're gonna raise up and elevate everybody's excitement very shortly. Easy, Daniel. Um, with 
some news that 343 have revealed that, uh, what's coming to Halo Infinite late this year and early next year, um, including the co-op ca- campaign and Forge, which is in November, I do believe. Uh, they've got loads of new maps of battle passes and stuff, uh, which is all good. They've got loads of extra weapons and custom bits and pieces coming, which is very exciting as well. However, they have cancelled uh, split-screen co-op. So this no longer will be available when they release the actual online co-op and, and uh, mission replay, etc., etc. later this year, um, which is a bit shit because they made a big deal of, of including... Because they didn't include it in Halo 5, and then when they re- revealed Infinite, they were like, oh, and uh, split screen co-op's coming back. We we heard you. We we've put it back in, no problem. And everyone was got all excited. And then they, uh, obviously over the last year, the excitement's just dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. And now they've cancelled it. Uh, there was a um, a tweet from John Linneman retweeting someone else who did the exploit to get the co-op split screen working, and he said it runs fine. I don't know what the problem is. Obviously, there must be a problem, but as yeah. far as they can tell, there's no problems here at all. So, is anybody else playing Halo? Is anybody else interested in going back to play? Well, Ian, I know you haven't played co-op campaign yet. Um, but anyone else interested in going back to playing Halo based on this new Infinite update? Forgive me I for can't. sounding like an antisocial <laughs> SOB, but never does anybody really no does anybody really care about split screen co-op? I would uh, imagine not. I would imagine not the majority of people, but I like. Uh, if I want to play co-op, I'll play online. I don't have to share my screen. I've got a nice big, nice telly that I only need to look at my own character on. I imagine there's a fair few um, people who have friends. were interested in it, but it's not really in the world. But yeah, I mean, like you, it's online play, or even if you, you know, cloud gaming or console game, you know, there's so many other options now that split screen lacking is not the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think the biggest issue was the announced it. Had they not mentioned it and it never got mentioned, then folk would have just been like, all right, well, it's not going to be in the game, so be it. But like you say, because they made a song and dance about saying it will be in here, and then it wasn't, it was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's that's the kick in the dick, I think. They, they yeah. made a Rob Ferrari back there by, as you said, being like, yeah, we've, pro- we've heard you, we're bringing it back. And they're like, well, we also don't can't, so sorry, bye, and run away. Yeah. Um, Ian, obviously, like you said, you haven't played the campaign yet. November 8th, are you jumping in day one, or are you going to uh, wait until you've got a bit of a break over Christmas to jump in? Depends when you're available. <laughs> oh, so, well, I mean, it is four-player co-op as well, so you don't just need me. We can we can get some of the other lads involved. Oh, yeah. I can deal with just you. I mean, Graham <laughs> would be all right because he could probably carry us a little bit. <laughs> but what wasn't Dan? What's that? <sighs> <laughs> oh, do you know what? I'm not feeling the love at all. I'll tell you what, I'll come around and then we can do split screen. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking low blow, low blow. Um, yes, obviously you're going to jump in at some point. We'll play together. Hopefully, maybe we could do it over over the break or something. You know, yes. Play a bit of campaign co-op. Have you I've, been holding, I've been holding long enough not playing a wayload for the co-op side. So I don't want to play it twice. Like I'm, I can wait a little bit longer just for the co-op campaign to happen. Have you not seen how awesome a team me and Dan work as together? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get the uh, we'll get to the uh, Project Game Pass stuff in a little bit, Ian. I want to I want to hear your opinions. Hopefully, you've got some for me. Yeah, Haven't they extended uh, season two as well on uh, on Halo? Multiplayer. I mean, they're they're forever fucking around with the seasons. It's th- three months. No, it's six months. No, it's four months. No, it's actually eight eight. They need to sort months. themselves on that one. Yeah, they they. Yeah. I mean, I, as I said, I reviewed the campaign. I thought the campaign was excellent, and the multiplayer was a lot of fun for about a month. And I haven't touched it since. 
just because <laughs> I haven't really had the time. And every time I have jumped back in, I get instantly killed by people fucking plays every day. So I kind of turn it off and don't get back to it. Um, I'd like to play as a group again one day. That, that was quite fun. But I think we did play it at the right time because it just came out. So we were all shit, but everybody else yeah. was shit. So it made us look respectable. I think if we jumped back in now, it would be like... Yeah. That's yeah. the thing yeah. about yeah. it. Is they've got the moment where I say it's still too much difficulty spike because you go play my play normally. Yeah, you are. You get some bullshit loads of time. But then if you go in the bot lobby, you just win so easily. Yeah. And it's like there's no balance at all. Dan loves that. Yeah. Not the bots. I'll be a bit of bot, can you? Anyway, yeah, so that's easy. Oh, right. Um, let's mm. move on to Game Pass Friends and Family. It's been oh, officially yeah. confirmed. We've talked about it for about eight weeks in a row now. We're going to add one more to the list. Officially confirmed according to The Verge uh, with the Xbox Game Pass Friends and Family, as was leaked last week, as we discussed with the, that leaked image. Um, and it will be in Ireland, twenty-one ninety-nine euros a month, uh, and in Colombia, if you're uh, that location, it's forty-nine thousand nine hundred, whatever the currency that is in Colombia. Um, and then, obviously, that will, yeah, I'm sure you can figure it out from there, based off on your local uh, yeah, case, uh, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so that's good. So it's good we got official price, that which was the sort of leaked, rumoured price, uh, which, is, again, makes it a fucking bargain because, it work, as they say here on this Verge article, works out to less than five euros per month if you're in Ireland because you can have up to five people on the account and you and four others. So, yeah, fucking bargain. And then... Yeah. So do we know if Ross can be allowed or is he... Well, they, 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 he wants his freedom. <laughs> Leave him alone to get <laughs> his own. I forgot. I'm quite love Nicholas Sturgeon. Sorry. I would quite happily. Hey, have you seen who you are voting in? Let's. let's I was going to say, let's not let's not go it. down that route. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 got much of a leg to stand on there. Exactly. Um, they've got this conversion chart as well, which I can't remember if we read before. Um, where, like with games, uh, Xbox Live Gold went to Game Pass Ultimate. You could convert it, and you get X amount of days per X amount of days. Here it says if you've got 30 days of Game Pass Ultimate, you get 18 days of Game Pass Friends and Family. Um, and if you've got 30 days of just regular Game Pass for the console, it's 12 days. Uh, same with PC. Same with Xbox Live Gold. And if you've got EA Play, if for some reason you just bought EA Play and nothing else, you get 30 days of EA Play, you get six days of Game Pass Friends and Family. So you, you're kind of missing out a bit there. Um, I, don't, I, I, did, I did have a read through this. There's nothing here to say about people have already got existing subscriptions what happens if you merge them or like we were saying about using microsoft for war points to play to, to play for them uh to pay for them sorry um see us we'll obviously imagine we'll get more details when it's officially revealed and announced and released for everyone else to get involved with. but gentlemen uh graham they're still uh yes still doing still doing the, the work for you are you, you going to be uh up for this yeah we can get it arranged why not set up enough of people and divide the costs and yeah i suppose the only downside is sort of uh probably more so for you and whoever else is joining on i mean i'm doing it at the moment sort of month or three months out plus i can't remember how long you still got on the end of yours but um i imagine yours is probably the the longest well, remaining mine's running until some point towards the end of 2024 20, i think yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got, yeah. So I've got quite a bit of to time convert there. yours to get half of that, and then we sort of, I don't know, sort of split the cost to add a year on each way mm. every time it comes nearby. Then, yeah. yeah, it makes sense to sort of pile on and do something like that. So, yeah, 
because the only sort of thing you might miss out on is the the games with gold. But I don't know if all five of you get that kind of game or not. It says everyone gets the benefit, so yeah, so sure. I'm, yeah, yeah it's everyone, everyone gets the benefit. benefit. Yeah, so it should yeah, be so... Like, like we said last week. It'd be a bit shit if you got the main account holder getting all the all the benefits and the rest just getting access to the game. Yeah. So only one person will need to claim it. So as soon as one person claims it, I believe oh, everyone goes to your. It goes. Yeah, because that's what we put, Yeah, that's what me and Dan got just now. When Dan downloads a game for on gold. I can get access to it, but he's the one that's, that's got... because of the home console thing. Remember, that's slightly oh, yeah, different that, as well. Yeah, so when oh, yeah, true. Sure. So sure. You've still sudden, got the bunny yeah. sharing. Hmm. That's the thing. That's the big thing, because I was really bad at collect, getting, remembering to collect the games of gold, but my, my buddy, especially because Pete, was always good at doing that. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know how that'll work with... Uh, I think you games. still get gold perks, but you have to claim it yourself, so you still have yeah. to claim the gold game yourself. Not that it was usually much... Well, no, no, we're getting to the games of gold uh, towards the end of the show. But yeah, it's good that they finally officially confirmed it is friends and family, not just family plan. Um, and hopefully, now that they've announced it, we'll get some more information very, very soon. I think they had to, because I think what's good thing about it is I think they knew people would just try and swindle it so they're all family. And yeah. there's, just, there's no point in doing that. You might as well do friends and family because that's what everyone's going to do anyway. Exactly, yeah. So, and uh, how many people within a family are going to have like five people? No, yeah, exactly. To share accounts. Be yeah. Sharing yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so it's good. We got that announced at last. Um, should we do one more news story quickly? Cool. No, why not? Why, why not? not? Let's do this one about Tokyo Game Show, which is coming up shortly. Uh, and they're going to offer updates on existing titles at Tokyo Game Show. Like I said, uh, so it runs in September fifteenth until the eighteenth. And Xbox's showcase set to premiere on the first day at 6 p.m. local Ish. time, which is 10. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, which is 10 a.m. our time. This is from NME. So, yes, I imagine they're using the US time. But uh, it'll be live streamed on their YouTube channel, on the Tokyo Game Show official YouTube channel. Uh, I don't think they actually say, again, streaming through this, they don't spe- specify games. They just said already announced title. So, Daniel, anything you'd like to see an update on here? Honestly, no. I just want games to come <laughs> cool, out. Oh, good chat. D- sorry, yeah. I'm just like because normally you've just had games come. Are they in packs at the moment, or it's just coming into pack? Ooh, oh, what's that? Oh, oh Ross. Oh, well done, Ross. Ross. Anyway, carry on. Sorry, um, as we were. Yeah, Scottish aliens. We've got packs <laughs> coming in, and then you've got the Tokyo Game Show. A couple of weeks later, it's kind of all just. It's going to be rehashed, all the same stuff. So I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I think we more the JRP kind of games and all the those studios, I imagine. D- yeah, as long as d- there's no language of love to, I'm fine. Well, d- if they announce some new kind of JRPGs, not that I'm interested in, it, but it'll be a nice win for for Xbox and the people who enjoy those titles. But other than that, not fussed. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be any sort of blockbuster announcement, especially for us. They do say that they it's sort of catered more towards the. Uh, Japanese and Asian players rather than obviously it makes sense it's probably going to be in Japanese uh, so we probably understand most of it anyway but um, yeah so we'll see what happens it might yield a couple of newsworthy bits here and there but I imagine the next big one is going to be as usual the Game Awards in December um, which it will be here before we know it yes so, yeah nice cool right, anyone else want to add anything to that or should we uh, move on I think we're all good who do you think is going to win the game award? The main one, obviously. Ooh. Last of Us 2. Last of Us 
one part, one <laughs> fucking. Sh- I can't remember. Nah, it's be, surely be Elden Ring. I was going to say, um, it's got to be Elden Ring, really, and I would have thought, um, even though really it should go to Stanley Parable, it's not going to go to Stanley mm. Parable. <laughs> yeah. That game, see. We can, uh, we can talk about that more nearer the time, though. Obviously, we've got a few months yet, so let's move on to uh, the next part of the show, shall we, gentlemen? We've we've done the news, but now I feel a bit I feel a bit antsy. I feel like I need I feel like I need a bit, bit of a plug. Ross, Bubba, can you um? You need to get that segue learned a much better way. Yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> you think we have I've plugged them recently? It'd be good at it, yeah. Or being unplugged. Or be unplugged. So start off with the block one. Uh, you've got a lovely little ticker at the bottom, and um, with all our socials. So you've got your Twitter. Facebook, YouTube, Patreon, TikTok, they're all running on the bottom of the show. Um, so feel free to jump on all of them. Have a look, like, follow, share, comment, whatever thing you need to do to get involved. Um, on Patreon, we want to give a shout-out to our superstar supporter, Beth. Thank you very much for your you, ongoing support. Um Podcast services, so anywhere you get your podcasts, obviously the main two, Spotify and Apple, so if you can rate us five star and leave a comment underneath, that's much appreciated. Gets us any more people's ears, and we all know how we love invading your ears. Um, written reviews, xboxtavern.com. You'll find a list of new reviews that Jay will run through later on in the show. Our Discord is in the show notes, and um, quite a lot of people will jump into the Discord to give us their games of the year. I've uh, got a, another few for 2016 from the community. And last, but by certainly no means least, our favourite people over at Insert Coin have our promotion, Xbox Tavern 22, for £5 off over, orders over £50. Nice. Thank you very much. Cool. So, yeah, go check that out. Use that until, I believe that's still running until the end of the year, so you've got some time. Get ready for your Christmas buys and all that. Um, yeah, cool. Thank you very much. I feel much better now. You've given me a good plug-in. I feel much better for plugging you. I mean, you know, isn't the world a happier place once once you've been plugged? Once two people have... Uh, anyway. Once everybody's been plugged. <laughs> oh, okay, then. <laughs> right, let's move on, shall we? So this is our uh, favourite segment, I believe, of the show so far. I love this one. We're talking about Xbox Game of the Years throughout the years, uh, and we're now up to, despite what the document says, 2016. Yes, I was going to. I got confused there when I said 2016 in that note, and they went, "Shit, have I balls up here?" <laughs> I nearly read it. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I "Caught myself." Out. Oh, well right, done, um, Dan. Just well done. Better late. Better fucking late, Daniel. Um, yes, yeah, so if you're not familiar, this is where we look back for Xbox game releases throughout the years since day one, and each year we pick a game, our personal game of the years for that year. Uh, you can go back and listen to our previous ones. I think Daniel clips some of them out sometimes. You can find them on YouTube. But this year, as we said, it's 2016. Uh, quite a fucking list of games that we had to choose from. But I'm going to go to the returning Daniel first, because why not? Yes. Well, there's only one thing. What was it? Two weeks ago, I mentioned it, and I uh, I said that I love to drop my Titan. And this time, I'm going to drop Titanfall 2. Oh. Um, nice. This... Just yeah, I know it was a terrible segue, wasn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> I tried, failed. Um, Have I been this, teaching you how to do that? Well, yeah, I, I, I take all my tips from you. Um, this, <laughs> this built on everything Titanfall One was, and gave us a campaign, campaign which was amazing. 
you got to fall in love with your Titan. You felt a bond. You then had the whole multiplayer madness of, oh God, what was there? There was like um, capture the cash type scenario where to pick up, kill your Titans and then drop in some cash. To just the It was Titanfall on steroids again and it just fucking love it. Absolutely you, loved playing it. You know what the absolute best part of it is? Oh, God, yeah, go on. Dan, Dan falls in love with the game and the campaign, and I bet you can't remember the Titan's name. Do, do you know what? And I was going to research it, and all I can think is BB-8, and that's from Star Wars, which that's is Star Wars. Yeah. Do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I believe we all got tripped up with this on the uh, quiz, didn't we, the last one? Yeah. Yes, we did. I can't remember the Titan's name. It's you something really stupid so as well. I, oh, it is. All I can okay. remember is BT. I can't remember the fucking rest of it. BT-1? F- no. Anybody no save me? No, save. Well, I know the answer because I fucking did the quiz. Ian, oh. do it. Ian, <laughs> waiting on you, Ian. Anytime now. Yeah, me, quickly googling. Wait, you know we can't. We don't know the fucking answer. This is too busy trying to look at oh, his other screen and Google it. BT seven two seven four something like that. Well, I'm not sure now. Oh, he's fucked him up. Anyway, carry on, Daniel. No, so, it is so, seven two seven four. Yes. So obviously you enjoyed the multiplayer campaign. You enjoyed the multiplayer. Did you? Uh, I don't mean this the wrong way. Did, did you finish the campaign? Uh, what was your favourite level? Was there the one that stood out? Um, I did complete it. However, I won't tell you in what year I completed it. Um, <laughs> that's, that's unnecessary information. You carry on. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Um, what was my favourite? I can't think of my favourite. My favourite level. There was definitely parts where, as you went through the game and as you felt the connection with your, your Titan and they were kind of heart wrenching moments where you're like, yeah. you know, d- the best well, one has to be one where he throws you across the map. It's like, trust me. and just fucking oh, launches you across <laughs> launches the map. You. <laughs> yeah. you just go across. Um, yeah, just oh, the game. If you haven't played it, it's amazing. You also, was that the one that I might get this confused with two, uh, one now, where you could join a clan and then you could have um, for an hour double XP whenever you played the game. This was on Titanfall 2, wasn't it? I believe I there was something that. along those lines. For, yeah, for, so yeah, whatever, at least one um, of them, if it wasn't Yeah, you could get sure. a group of friends. And if as long as you kicked, uh, I think ours was normally, uh, I think, eight till nine. So if you ever kicked, played between eight and nine, you'd always get double XP for that group. And then you'd be looking around for the next person's group. You'd be like, yeah, can I join your group if you're, uh, if you're you know, nine till ten? <laughs> I need that double XP. I need to. That was the one thing that was bad about the game, where you had to keep progressing to unlock extra bits, and it felt like um, like it was cash cowed because it was so difficult sometimes to unlock the the certain perk that you wanted. Um, but yeah, I, I did enjoy the game. Good, cash Good man. I was going to say Ian. <laughs> Uh, I think, yeah, I think most of us uh, added Titanfall 2 to our list. Uh, the only person who didn't was Graham. Yeah, because I barely played the game until you oh. forced me to it as part of a throwback. Shocking. Not my type of game at all. Didn't I really enjoy it too much. But well, I can see why you guys did like it anyway. But just well, not before my you thing. tell us what you did pick, Daniel, Titanfall do you want to give some shout outs? Do I want to give quick shout outs? Oh, no. Anyway. I got ahead of myself. Press the wrong mm. button. I, I got ahead of myself. Who am I shouting out? I'm lost. 
your no, games the, you like. Oh yeah, sorry. Shout out. I'm not even reading the the show notes. Um, you fucking wrote it. I know. You you literally just edited like a minute ago. Right, just, carry on. Okay, Reset. Like, right, it's Daniel, hot in this would you week. like to tell us any runner-up games you had? And I thought yes, I was back um, back. Inside, however, I never played Inside in 2016. I played it later on, but Inside is a wonderful game. And as always, I do love a Telltale game. And Telltale Batman, uh, they completely re reworked how the um, kind of the gameplay went. It wasn't the press A just to talk. There was kind of swipes. Not that it immersed you even more, but it it was nice to have that kind of different game style. Um, See, it's weird because I thought I was one of the most weaker weaker ones. To, but it's Batman. I like Batman. But I liked the fact that you could then kind of move, throw someone through a table, even though you're only pushing up on the joystick or not, dodging a bullet. I like the new sort of artwork for the Batman Telltale. It was different for the other ones. It was upgrade, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I didn't read. It's not, and um, it's probably oh, third for me in regards to the Telltale games. But I did like it for the fact that it looked better, or looked well, better is the right word because it was it's, it's a different. Well, it was completely style. different from Walking Dead. It, it, yeah, it was different from Borderlands. It was different from Game of Thrones. It was completely different. I like how Batman and Alfred make a good couple, though. Obviously. Right, anyway, let's move on from that, shall we? Graham, let's get back to you. You obviously didn't pick Timefall 2 for any, you know, even a shout-out. So what game did you pick for your game of the year of 2016? I picked a game that I still go back to even now, and that's Rocket League. Uh, a game where you can play pretty much football with cars. And Damn right. It's fucking love this game. It's as that, and it's just very addictive. And yeah, from two on two, three on three, four on four, and the different kind of styles, the ice hockey, the basketball, the different kind of variations it has on it. Um, if played with people at your same level, this game can be sort of great fun and tense and everything in between. Yeah, just do not play it with the experts that float around now. Oh yeah, oh. air ninjas that can kill your <laughs> buzz in, in an instant. Yeah, they spend more time in the air than they yeah. do actually <laughs> driving. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? I was just about but, to yeah. ask whether you could fly through the map. Oh. oh. It's yeah. You watch and play some of them. They're just so graceful how they can just perfectly time a jump and fly in the air to sort of score a goal from it. Some of the angles the, from it, but like it's the quality of it's the quality of how they can do it all inverted. Yeah. So obviously they drive up the wall, come off the ceiling, and the control they've got still upside down when everything's back to front. It's just yeah. oh, it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It's well, it's like like in real life, you don't trust anyone who does inverted controllers. Well, yeah, those are the sort of people you want to not associate with. Uh, right, well, I'm going to go past that shit. Well, I mean, when I used to play supersonic acrobatic rock battle cars, towards the end of that game's life, I used to get quite good at the air. No, nowhere near as good as the people you see now, but I got quite got into the airplay. But I've, that's well beyond me now. I've I've lost. No, I never. I was <laughs> lost that coordination. When, when I say good, I mean I could hit the ball. Most of the time. <laughs> so. Uh, but yeah, so, it's better than Dan. So, so you say, Gray, you still play it every now and then. Um, yeah. Is, do you just play like the rank modes, or do you do any like the what are they call Rocket Labs, isn't it? Like the weird experimental ones, and the, oh, like you mentioned the ice hockey and stuff like uh, that. You'd like to mix it up. It depends on what you kind of you're after. I think it's good. Like we usually do, like the I can't remember if it's ranked or unranked. The two on twos mm-hmm. that we did, and generally we do get pit against people with the same kind of level as us, and yeah. yeah. 
it's good depending on how tired you we've end had... up being anyway oh yeah we've had a good few uh tense battles didn't we playing as, yeah. as the xbox tavern team oh um, i never forget it was like jane was like a dad oh daddy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was trying oh. to be encouraging not condescending that was awesome. Super patronizing, Jane Mo. Ian, you can do it. Come on, Come on, on you can do it. Yeah, well done. Doing really well. Ian, you got it. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, those games can promote intense sort of games played at your skill level. And it's just, I mean, it's still fun to just jump into it every now and then. And it's graphically, it still looks pretty impressive as well. It's all beautifully shiny. And yeah, the flow of it, the dynamics has always been pretty awesome. It's one of the games I know I'm not good at, but I still don't mind one or two games of. That's enough for me. Like three or four, that's it. Two or three, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I need more than that. I'm like, nope. It's fine if you're playing, like you say, with a group and it's your own, like your mates and things like that. You can play like that. But as Gray was saying, you start playing against other people who are like way up top, and you're just like, ah, I just don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like anything, and even like even jumping in, like we said, like Halo. It's all right if you've got a group of you mucking about together, but as soon as you get into like the leagues with the fucking so diamond fuck, players, fuck, and they are, fuck. oh, it's a fucking boy. sweats, not yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah, good shout, Graham. I appreciate that. That was also one of my uh shout out titles as well as Titanfall 2. But good, good, cool. Uh, if you're not played, I think it's free to play across all platforms now as well, isn't it? Yeah, so yes. if, if you've not played it yet, you've got no excuse not to. It's fucking brilliant. Um, right, Ian, let's go to you next, then, shall we? Yes, do it. For me, my pick will have to be, as always, going to be Hitman. So this is the remastered version. Not remastered, the rem- like they did, redid it all. Reboot. Back to square, reboot. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Because um, after the Absolution mess, even though I thought Absolution was brilliant, they've kind of gone back to their roots and kind of went a bit open worldy with levels, which you can do anything you want to try and kill your target. Um, so yeah, for me, I never I actually kind of was annoyed at myself because I didn't actually play this until right at the end of the year when the last map got released in like November, November, end of November. And as soon as I forget all maps out, let's just start playing it. And they even though I did it one by one, which was ridiculous anyway, but I wish I went, wish I went on it straight away because it was such good fun. Um, I guess because just it's stealth, you've got all the variety of how you can do things. You can do things. There's always there's story modes where you can do like different story missions to kind of get to your target. Or you can just go rogue and do what the hell you want. And yeah, like, like you said, they, they released it like one at the beginning of the year and then one every couple of months when it until the end of yeah. the year, like you said. Correct, yeah. So um yeah, so it was, for me it was really good fun. I like kind of it was like hey, it was just because there was an episodic beforehand, um, where it was like, yeah, you say it once every couple of months, I waited till the end of the year to play it and I was annoyed with myself that I did wait that long. But I think it was still great and I couldn't stop playing it since I started playing at the end of the year till, till I completed all levels and got all of course all the achievements. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> Has anyone else actually played them all? Because I think I'm the only one that actually fully played it fully. Not this one. I played, I've played two, I've not played this one. Oh, okay. No, I've no, dabbled in a couple of them, never played any of them all the way through. Yeah, so I think for me, it was just one of the better ones. I think I think it's probably like, I think I enjoyed one quite a lot because I think it was the first re- reboot into the franchise. So one I kind of really loved, and then two kind of brought it back. But I still think one was better than two, but then three, again, it was still it was a good title. But I think they kind of messed up on one or two levels. Then in the last Hitman, so it lasts. So Hitman one was always going to be the better one for me because some of the better levels as well. And I think they ramped up the difficulty quite well, whereas in the kind of two and three, 
because you're quite used to the game by then, they were still quite a bit easier at the same time. Yeah. But at least this one, they haven't had that difficulty level kind of ramped up and spiked quite well. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, all of these levels are in three, aren't they? So you can play them all. Yes, yes yeah. you can go back and play. So they did the same for two. So when two came out, you can go back and play all the levels in one. And the same again when three came out, you can go back over levels in two and one. So it's quite nice that they did that. So people, like say, never played the game at all and want to go jumping straight into him and three, they can go back and do two and one. And it's all in Game Pass now, so you can do all of them. Happy no days. Excuse. Yes, I would definitely like to play them, as I say to you every time you bring it up. But yeah, I just... Uh... Can't bring myself to do it yet. Something about the third personness. I'd rather first person, like we've said before. Um, but yeah, good. Uh, shout outs. Shout outs. What are my shouts? <laughs> Don't you start. <laughs> shout outs is for me. It's definitely, of course, Titanfall, and I also said uh, Final Fantasy 15. Oh, driving cooking simulator. Hey, it's like a stag do. Woo! Oh, it was <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> No, it was. Good. I, I enjoyed the combat. Uh, I quite liked the storyline. I liked the film that went along with it. But oh, I just spent so much time in the car and then your camp. Was, fuck off, See, Agnes. Just make me fucking food. <laughs> it was a good chef. No, it was good. It was a good chef. I didn't need to see his fucking preparation every single fucking time. It, it did look good though when he'd finished. It, it did. Good. It, it was, was fucking tasty. great. Yeah, it's like a stag too. It's like party time. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, I thought it was really good fun. I loved it. Nice. Well, I think if, uh, some of our comment leavers might uh, agree with you very shortly. However, Ross, let's get to you. Pick your game of the year for 2016. So, uh, Ian will be happy to hear this and we'll regale us with some of his tales about it. Oh, um, I went for Gears 4. Um, yeah, I've got to leave for a second. It's no joke, actually. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll go back because I hate this game. <laughs> um, yeah, but the bringing it back. Um, obviously, new characters: Kate, GD, uh, Dell. Um, new sort of monsters, enemies to go up against. Um, the whole thing about like the, even like the weather, how you had like the interactive parts with the weather that was part of the game and stuff like that. Um, obviously, the, the the original trilogy will always be the best because that's where obviously everyone began. You got the fondest memories from it. But four fantastic. Um, Bringing back Marcus Beard, um, even having Jack the robot in it didn't bother me in the slightest. It was quite uh, cool having him in it, with like being able to upgrade them and stuff like that. Um, a few heart and mouth moments in the game. A um, few things that obviously fans of the original trilogy will, trilogy will know that the sort of devs and things like that are not scared to put fucking main characters in very compromising positions where you think fuck. Is this really going to be it? Um, but no, I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed the uh, enjoyed the level where you actually got to go in the. Am I getting this mixed up with five or four? Is this the one where you got to go in the robot? Or was that? Uh, f- sure, um, it was four. What do you mean in the robot? What the the wall Yeah, the, the big sort of like fucking Pacific Rim type thing that Beard oh, develops. The, the big mechs. Yeah, oh, basically yeah, you're in the big cool, Optimus yeah. Prime. Um, oh yeah, there. Yeah, this one. Um, Brilliant bit there. Um, quite enjoyed the new like uh, online mode that they did. So it was obviously Horde, but you put in like the oh, I've always forget what it's called. Excellent. Oh, the, the big yeah, the, the thing that you put the fabricator. You put the fabricator in. Obviously, you had to run around, get parts to um, get more points to upgrade that. Got better weapons. You could make it work faster. Oh no, just uh, one of my 
obviously the trilogy's freestanding with how good it is, but co-op and the main story probably up in the top three of games. One obviously didn't have the fully fleshed co-op um, or online, sorry, that the other few did. So it probably comes in ahead of one. Um, obviously, two and three are masterpieces, so nothing will trump them in regards to Gears. Um, but no, fully enjoyed it. Great co-op experience. Um, visually beautiful. Um, I think remember they had that the the tech demo of it when it was on the PC. It was running at like full sixty four K. Um, the ray tracing on it was just gorgeous. It was an amazing looking game. Still holds up to this day. Um, some characters, JD wasn't particularly solid, but st- it was good to be back into the Gears universe. Yeah, I, I must admit my uh, my thoughts on Gears my, Gears Four is probably my least favorite out of all of them. Um, so even, you play even, even even worse than Judgment. All oh, right, maybe not our worst Judgment. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I was going to say, there was come many on. reasons around it. It came out at the wrong time, and and there was other things going on, which meant I didn't quite in- get into it as I w- would have normally done in the past. But yeah, I agree. JD wasn't was yeah. definitely not helping things. Um, I grew on him. Sorry, I grew on him. He grew on me. He didn't grow. Um, he didn't grow on me. He may have. He may or may not have been on the receiving yeah. end. It may or may not have been on in the receiving end of a pointy blade come five. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we can get to five in a few years when we get to it in a few weeks. Um, <gasps> yeah, yeah, it was a good game. I, like, uh, I'm not a big fan of the fabricated bullshit you were just talking about, but the single player campaign was good, just not quite top tier. Top tier, as as you alluded to, but the old game of the year nonetheless. Um, any honourable mentions? Any shout outs? Just Titanfall two. Um, as Dan was saying, fantastic game. There's a couple other games that have been uh, yourself, Jay, that I'll let you run through. But a couple of the ones you've said, I would agree, uh, definitely up there as well. Um, Telltale Batman, Dan, backup one, he would agree with that one as well. But no, it was good young gaming. Nice, nice. So, yeah, some solid picks so far. So, what have we had so far? Titanfall, Hitman, Rocket League, Gears 4. Uh, however, once again, gentlemen, I'm disappointed to, well, let you down uh, let you know that you've all let me down by not the game, only man? correct answer uh, surprising absolutely no one this on a two baby um even though i still prefer the first one i think overall this was just fucking tremendous i mean i did obviously the extra playable character in emily um you could play either character either corvo or her throughout the entire campaign she brought a whole new suite of powers to the table which i I like them, but I still prefer Corvo's original set of blink and time freeze and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it was just, it was basically took everything that was great about Dishonored, put it in a new setting with, you know, shinier visuals and a bit more to do. Um, and just was like, here you go, have fun. And I fucking thought it was brilliant, especially uh, and anyone who's played it will instantly know the level I'm going to talk about right now. The Clockwork Mansion. Yes, brilliant level. Um I read about it before I played it, and again, this got sort of come out at a time when I think I'd, my, I'd not long had my second kid, and I didn't really have a lot of time to properly sink myself into the games, but this was the one I, I really got into. And that, that clockwork mansion, even now thinking about it, I'm like, how the fuck do you, A, do you design it? B, do you, like, test it? And B, how the fuck did I get through it? Because I've no idea. It was just like the level changes and moves and the walls go up and down and and that everything just twists and turns constantly. And I remember, obviously, as we've mentioned before, it's best to play stealth or try not to kill anyone or try not to get seen. 
um, and I knocked a guard out and I put him in a lift. I was like, he'd be all right in there. And then I did like an hour's worth of stuff around the level. And then I've flicked a switch in some room and half of the level just collapsed where the clockwork mansion, as you see in the trailer here, just fell apart. I was going to say, I take it that's what's shown in the trailer just now. Yeah. And all of a sudden I, I checked at the, the menu and I had one kill and I was like, I haven't killed anyone. And then I went back to the area and he's in that fucking lift. <laughs> the lift got crushed under all the, the explosions and he died. So I had to restart the whole level, which is a shame. Um, but yeah, no, so clever. Again, the mechanics they they introduce in the first game, they just bring over wholesale pretty much. They just give you a whole new set of levels to play. And it's it's been a long time since I played it. Obviously, 2016, I don't think I've played it since then. But what a game. What a fucking set of powers and levels that just combine to be like, there you go, have, have fun. You know, do what you want. You got you start here, you've got to get here. Off you go. Um, Who did you play with first when you did it? Corvo. Corvo, yeah. Corvo, yeah. Um, I, I've, I did start a game with Emily because once you beat it, you can go about, back and pick the other character, but then have everyone's powers like, as, as one person. Um, so I did start as her with Corvo's powers as well as her, as her own, but I never got very far in a second. I keep, thinking, I keep toying with the idea of playing again, but it's, it's probably not going to happen for quite some time yet. Um, but yeah, what a fantastic, fantastic game. Um, and yeah, well worth my game of the year for 2016. Yes. No, I agree. It's a pretty damn good game. Damn right. Uh, uh, Gray, I know you love a bit of stealth. What's your favourite level in Dishonored 2? <laughs> I can't even remember if I actually played it or not. I remember playing the first <laughs> one, but I'm not even sure I played the second one. Um, uh, I think I yeah, probably really... will give a go if I get time to go back to have another go of it, because I didn't mind the first one. I just didn't like it as much as you and Ian clearly did. <laughs> I definitely, definitely think if, if one like was I better say, than two. If, yeah, I, I still prefer one, um, but it's it's close between them. Like it's not like two is terrible, obviously, because it's my game of the year for twenty sixteen. But um, yeah, if you're going to go back and play it, I would definitely find a save like on my account, or whatever, just to play the Clockwork Mansion because it's just insane how. If you that do works. it properly as well, pure stealth. There's a whole bit where you can actually. Um, do the whole level without him even knowing you were there and even knowing you were alive and kill him without even you, him having no idea. Yeah. That's the, yeah, the end of that level it. was quite, was fucking brilliant as well, but we'll get into, into that another day. Um, I've got a few shout outs. I'd like to just mention, obviously as people have said already, Rocket League inside uh, Titanfall 2. Fucking brilliant games. Any one of them could have, could have won if Dishonored 2 wasn't on the list. Um, a, a sort of a side one that not many people, I imagine, especially on here, played 10 Second Ninja X. Anyone check that one out? Yes, I remember that. Yes, that I played a bit of it. Fucking brilliant little arcade game. We got 10 seconds to 10 solve seconds a level, to level yeah. as a ninja, but he, he sort of zips around super fast, and you got to like kill all the enemies within that time. And, and even though 10 seconds is not a lot of time, it's just, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. I love that game. What a great fun. Um, and Hugh, we talked about his games of gold a few weeks ago. Um, Good game. One of our, one of our uh, comment leavers suggested you. We'll get to that in a second. But and one other one very quickly is Firewatch, which again, oh, like Daniel yes. said, I, I couldn't pick it necessarily because I only played it last year. I think walking um, simulator. But well, yeah, a very good walking simulator. If you're going to play any walking simulator, the one to play is probably this Firewatch. is the one to go for. Um, yes, definitely. Yeah, really, really Fantastic. great game. So very much enjoyed that. Right. Let's get on to our community answers, shall we? Uh, and let's go to straight off the bat, special guest Pete. Thank you very much. He says, bit of a cheat as I didn't actually play this game this year, much like myself. <laughs> me, me and him both played it at the same time. Uh, but he, he chose Firewatch. 
Uh, and a shout out go to XCOM 2, Final Fantasy 15, and Far Cry Primal, which uh, has got a bit of love. Um, That's an interesting one, Far Cry. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever, <laughs> ever heard anyone say anything good one. about Far Cry Primal, but. Yeah, Primal um, was one of the worst ones. <laughs> Uh, well, special guest Pete's likes what special guest Pete likes. Yeah. Um, uh, below yeah, him, we got uh, Lee C on Twitter, inverted Lee. Uh, now you're talking tenaciously. Uh, he says, I'm assuming he's taking a piss. Soda drinker pro for its unrivaled graphics, insane gameplay moments that will live long in their memory, and just that feeling that you've chosen the right path in life. And this is exactly what I should have been spending my time on in 2016. Thank you, inverted Lee. Appreciate it. <laughs> Who knows? Um, uh, but over to our Discord, which you, again, as Ross said, you can join via links below. Uh, JB says, "You." Uh, he said he's played it on Xbox, Vita, PlayStation, and Switch uh, since its release in 2016, and um, he, he doubted it would get a mention, but I alluded that someone had chosen it. <laughs> it might have been me. Ha ha. ha. Um, uh, so Mux Lot says, uh, "Probably the game I spent most time playing was Pokemon Go." Not strictly Xbox game, but I'll allow it so much a lot because I like you. Um, spent so many hours chasing various little critters, even got stopped by the police once after we were driving erratically. Um, apparently, the driver wasn't playing, but <laughs> he got someone else to do it. Uh, but his honorable mentions are Stardew Valley and XCOM 2. And then Risky the Kid from Daniel. I was going to shout out his podcast last week. And I couldn't remember what it's called. Is it Cross Atlantic Gaming? Is that go- still going it, on? It was. It's gone now. Yeah, it's gone. A longer okay. run. They they used to, yeah they used to do that with Daniel um hi Dan hi risky hi risky um he says title for two uh, agreeing with pretty much everyone on the panel except for Graham so um wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's our game so that's our game for the uh, game of the year for 2016 next week we'll obviously do 2017 if you'd like us to read your comment your game of the year out hit us up on twitter at xbox tavern or join our discord and answer answer when we put the tweet or message out on that would be fantastic we'll read it out next week um on to uh what games we've been playing and things like that gentlemen project game project pass, game pass. last month's was uh what's it called escape academy and we've yes. all discussed it we all gave it our opinions last week except and for then- <laughs> well, yeah, we read out Dan's opinion, though, because he wrote. Oh no, opinion. no, no! We we will fucking speak about Dan's opinion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what I want to, I do want to hear because I imagine it's going to be very brief. Ian, how much Escape Academy did you play, and, and uh, what was your favourite level? Was it the last one by any chance? <laughs> My favourite bit of Escape Academy was the loading screen. Because how far I got, <laughs> I didn't drink. <laughs> That I've been a busy to... man in August. Yes. I never got a chance to play. Well, I got I got to the loading screen. I was like, okay, let's play, and then never did it. Hang on a minute, but you were able to go to a to a um, a festival and play Minecraft. Shots fired, Daniel. Yeah, and you've been fucking rinsing Chivos. Anyway, we're we're getting. Ask my son; he plays Minecraft now. (laughs) Well, you could have played it for you. Could have just used it. Yeah, get Academy for me. Yeah, and obviously Minecraft, it's not me, it's my son. Oh, is yeah, it? I'll yeah, let you we'll off. Then. Apart from the thousand cheaters you got. Right. Um I've already done that, yeah. We'll um we'll move on from you then and we'll talk to Daniel and Ross because obviously Daniel wasn't here last week to talk about their gameplay that we played together, which you can go and watch on youtube.com I would suggest which was not about yeah, an hour or so of them too. Yeah, Dan, let's let's hear your thoughts together. on the game, Dan. Um Ian, have you checked out this video yet? I watched a bit of it, I don't want to get too many spoilers in case I played it. 
So there wasn't many spoils. I had Dan trying to give me a hand. So yeah, so obviously as we spoke last week, they both played it. Like I said, you can go find a video on our YouTube channel. Uh it was hilarious. Interesting. <laughs> for most of the wrong Awful. reasons. But um Daniel, obviously we heard Ross's side last week. Would you, would you care to rebut his arguments that you were hindering him? I mean, to be fair, the first couple of levels I did do by myself. I tried not to get involved, and then any tips or help I did give him were incorrect. <laughs> were incorrect, yeah. Uh, was I doing that on purpose? No, yes. I, I completely. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to bluff my way through that and go, Whoa, no, I just, yeah. Um, it is really hard playing with two players. Um, that la- um, that level we did, the last level in the gameplay where you have to help someone escape prison and that just, I was gone. I had no idea what was going on. Ross was reading thing. I was like, what the fuck are you reading? I've got no idea. What is, I was literally a rabbit in headlights. I was like, dime bar. Yeah. The, the thing is, it's, it's like you see it. It's, it's one person might one person can get like caught in a one track mind and they like, they read something and they know what they're focusing on, but unless they can convey that, across the players the yeah, play they one. can't articulate it properly whilst, that's it the whole thing's but, gone whilst there's a timer on as well so like i'm conscious of the timer i know what i need to be focusing on but then i then need to tell dan what i've found for what <laughs> part of the puzzle that's for while still trying to work out what i need to work out for that part of the puzzle and yeah <laughs> and you I'm got me not, wittering on about nothing I'm not the I'm not the most clearest of speakers when I'm not on the podcast. I speak rather flat, fast and rather heavily, Scott. So good luck to him trying to work out what I was trying to say. Oh, I will hold my hands up to that one. I admitted that last week on the podcast. Well, like I said, I was gone. Um, I do find it's a lot. Play, I preferred playing it single player because as it, you had to solve it yourself. Yeah. I, and when there's two people kind of going with two different opinions or looking at two different things it can throw you off because then as you say you focus on t- t- like their radio commands um yeah it, it it's hilarious uh, if you want to see two people who do not work well together in a time pressured <laughs> sensitive manner go watch that video uh, yes, i highly recommend it and, and make sure you have the live chat up for me and grand yeah but egging them on Giving our best. It was just like, so much passive aggressive. I remember popping in briefly and like just saw you and Graham just massive passive aggressive comments like this is going well. I was like, <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to like hint them without directly uh, there was, there, what the, there the was one was. part in it and I'll hold my hands up because me kept on repeating it and it was to do with the, the serial number for the turret. And I got the first I got the first part right away. I was like bone minus b equals one. I thought that's fine, that's cool. And then the second part, I must have said 15, 20 times and just never actually a penny dropped. But that was the second part of the code. And I was like, I can't want to lose out. It's like, what what, what is it? Yeah. Yeah, Say it, say it, say it, say it. Yeah, but it's a good game. I really enjoyed the game. The game is good. Just two players a bit rough. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great laugh. It's a great laugh to play two player. Um, I, I I fully intend on finishing it in co op. Um, just with Danny, I'm assuming. It's not with that fuck. <laughs> there's not enough bourbon in the world to get me through that. Um, but no, you I will. I'll definitely to the best bit. No, I'll finish it on co op because uh, I think, like you say, as much as you'll get through it quicker playing it single player, the the sheer comedy aspect. It's like doing an escape room in real life. 
Um, the sheer comedy aspect of it is well worth going through the two-player version. So yeah, it's a great game. Like I said, we we delved our verdict last week. Uh, thumbs up all round, pretty much. Um, apart from obviously Ian who hasn't played it. Um, but we picked a new game. It's now September. Oh, where's the year gone? Um, and Sixteen chosen... weeks till Christmas. Shut up. Oh, so we've chosen uh, via Twitter poll. Thank you very much if you voted on the Twitter poll. Uh, Midnight Fight Express, which come to Game Pass uh, last week, week before last. So uh, close to no. making Grey play stealth. It was, so it was close. close. We had Payday 2, Turbo Golf Racing, and Lemnis Gate. Yeah. Uh, closer one was Payday 2 with uh, six percentage points behind. Uh, I've had a busy Express, month but... as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So, yeah, so we're going to be playing Midnight Fight Express. Uh, it's a single-player game as far as I understand it. Daniel's been playing a yeah. review. I believe his review will be up very shortly. Um, yeah, once I start. Yeah, um, as I've been playing a little bit, but nothing, nothing more than really I spoke about last week. Has anyone else had a chance to check it out yet? To be honest, I've never even heard of the game until it came to ten Project Game Pass. No, I'll I'll be getting it downloaded this week and been jumping in for some action. Nice, yeah. So we'll play that and we'll talk about it next week. Um, again, if you're not familiar with this part of the show, we pick a game from Game Pass every month. We play it, we discuss it in theory, anyway, Ian. Um, and then we uh, we t- we give it a rating at the end of the month, <laughs> and, and then we uh, we move on to the next month. We pick another game. Uh, you can find all of our previous games on the, on xboxtavern.com. There's a big old header right as you lo- load up the page. Uh, Xbox Taverns, Xbox Tavern, Project Game Past. Um, so yeah, go check it out. We've played some bangers and we played some interesting less than ones, ideal ones. Um, yeah, go so check far, them out. what do you call this? A banger or? A- uh, from what I've played so far, this is fair to middling for me. Um, but I'm only a couple of levels in. Uh, and obviously, again, we'll save Daniel's verdict for when he does his actual proper review. Soon. 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 Uh, right, so let's move on to it. what we are. Yeah, let's... <laughs> uh, we've got one little uh, show note before we get into what we've been playing this week, I believe. So, Ross, do you want to do Take the honest, please? Troller. From Nacon, all you need to do is follow the social media channel that you've seen this video on, like it, as well as comment why you deserve to win the Urban Forest Pro Compact Controller, which will work on your Xbox Series X and S, as well as your Xbox One, as well as your Windows 10 PC. Do that. We'll choose the winner live on Xbox Tavern's podcast on the 18th which is a Sunday at 8pm-ish, live on YouTube, and that's youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern Official. Good luck. Oh, so go check that out. You can win one of the Urban Forest controllers from Nacon. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. Um, we're, um, I, I reviewed the, the, the Pro Compact controller a while ago before they got these nice shiny new colours out. It's a good little wired controller. It's, it's nice and comfortable. Got nice big ergonomic buttons. Uh, and yes, great little controller. So go check that out on xboxcabin.com as well. That'd be lovely. Thank you. Um, right. Let's move on to what we've been playing, gentlemen, shall we? Sounds yes. good. Um, and looking down this list here, it looks like Ian and Ross haven't really been playing anything. So let's go with Graham first. I thought we were you guys <laughs> Read the show notes. Read the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I'll go first. All right. So... I've been playing, and I've finished at last, after about three years of trying to get it done, Plague Tale Innocence. Da, 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 da. Yeah, woo! I finally finished <laughs> it the other night, um, and I really enjoyed it. I don't know if you guys have played it at all. Um, I played the first level. 
naturally. Dan's as much of a scare. Yeah, I started it ages ago on the cloud, and then I've sort of dabbled here and there. But it's also where we get to that is leaving the game pass very shortly, so I wanted to get it done. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's as I said before, the stealth in it is good, but it's not. Like you were saying, Ian, it's not like Hitman stealth where you you've got your choice yeah, of how you handle it. It's, it's very, yeah, very set piece. So, one of the last sort of rooms I was on, for example, there was um, enemies sort of patrolling up and down, and you had to creep past them to get through a doorway. Um, and there was there's literally only one way you could do it. You had to wait for them to turn around and walk behind them. You couldn't sort of sneak past around the other way or distract him or take him on or anything like that it literally was a case of right i've got you know this small window to go past that's it uh, and that's pretty much true of the entire game there's not any real experimentation it's just a case of this is the obvious route you've got to do that or you don't go past basically um but it's, it was enjoyable and the little bits of combat were quite good fun um i've got the the final boss i won't I won't spoil it. i know it's quite old but was please don't spoil it because i'm about a to bit play. It was a bit. It, the, the, uh, not not the 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 stories, but the mechanics of it were a bit iffy. Just because it went from like like I said, like stealth. You know, you've got to sneak around. Or you're you're very weak, as it were. So all of a sudden, you're a way overpowered, and they're way overpowered, and it almost was like a bit of a Dragon Ball Z fight at the time. So, it's like, where the mm. fuck did this come from? Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it overall. Um, story was good, the, and I'm looking forward to the new one, which is out in October, <clears throat> which carries on the story from this. Uh, is that yeah, going uh, Game Pass? Isn't it? Is this this <clears> is the second so, yeah. one I'm writing seeing? And it's, it's the one, that comes, one coming to Game Pass. Yeah. So what's yes? Yeah, so is this the first one, Innocence? Then it's Requiem. Innocence, yeah, Innocence is the first one, then Requiem is the one coming. Yeah. And Innocence the one that's leaving the end of yeah sixteenth. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah, if you're into sort of single player stealth action games, uh, yeah, I highly recommend checking out. It's re- I really enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, it took me about like I said about three years to actually get from start to finish, but I did enjoy it. It was more a, a matter of timing than they're not wanting to play it as it were uh, yeah because it's leaving game pass now and of course i want to play the second one when it comes yeah um i've got to get it done yeah, before you've, it leaves you've, game got, pass. you've got about 12 days to get through it um which is not i think in total it only took about 10 hours it was just like i said i did an hour and then took about six months off so it was a, a case of, of, of dragging it out somewhat uh just call me daniel um sorry dan uh, oh <laughs> the only other thing I've been playing this week really is the Fortnite slash Dragon Ball Z crossover. Nice t-shirt, boss, by the way. Um, so oh, this audio gave, sound that was oh, very no. loud. Yeah. Uh, this this basically gave you uh, battle royale Fortnite goodness combined with Kamehameha's and the Nimbus Cloud. You're saying uh, it wrong. Uh, sorry, <laughs> they they included Master Roshi's Island and Little Island stuff around it, as well as like a theater uh, place where you could go and watch Dragon Ball Super episodes on the on the big oh, screen. Oh no, fuck you! I didn't know that. Um, that was pretty cool, and you got loads of XP for sitting and watching the whole episode. So I, well, I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. Really, really. Oh, I know what on. I'm playing um, next week. Um, I don't know if that's still there or not. I think it is, but fucking Shenron's in it. I didn't know yeah, Shenron was in it. Yeah, they, they had it's, they had their own battle pass. So if you went, or not battle pass, like a challenge list, I should say. And yeah. if you went all the way up to the end, you got uh, 
uh, different emotes like power up emotes and stuff. But if you collected all the Dragon Ball challenges, you get, then got to unlock um, which I believe is still going. I don't know how much longer. That's but... fucking awesome. In fact, is, in fact, it might not be going. It might be done now. Actually, I think but, it's finished. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's done. But the, the Dragon Ball stuff is still in there. Some Roshi's Island is still there. You can still get the Kamehameha, um, and the Nimbus. Oh man, and come on! If you so um, the Kamehameha, can you still get that? You can't. You okay. can still get that. You pick up. You, you either get it from Master Roshi's Island or in chests you find around, like usual. Um, and it's fucking brilliant fun to use. You sort of you get three shots per one you pick up. Uh, and you sort of jump up in the air and he goes, Kameha, and fires it out. And you can't really move it once you fired it. But anyone you hit, it's pretty much an instant kill. It's fucked. And yeah, it's fucking brilliant because there was one bit I was in a fight with about three or four people and they suddenly start, start fighting each other. So I'm on, on the hilltop and I just jumped up in the air, like, Kameha, <laughs> and fucking killed two of them. I was like, yeah, fucking love this weapon. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've, I really enjoyed it. I will admit. I, I feel like we need a bit of a, uh, uh, what's it like, uh, intervention here. I did, I did fishing. Pay some. I did pay some money for the. Uh, I, I'll admit, I would be tempted um, to on this one. This would, this um, would, this I, would get me dipping into the bank account and my, go. How much did you spend, Jamie? My, my Microsoft Rewards points come in very handy. I will say that. Um, but I bought the Vegeta and Bulma pack, which was obviously. It's not thirty or twenty. It was. 2200 v bucks whatever that is about 20 quid something like that oh, um which again mostly microsoft reward points because that's what they're there for uh but it looks awesome and then when you buy vegeta you get power-ups you go from saiyan to super saiyan um super saiyan god and then super saiyan god super saiyan and it looks awesome and i love running around as vegeta if i can't you know, just say super saiyan blue <laughs> like, what you yeah, yeah. Like that. so um I'll never change yeah. my purple guy just for his uh, nice yeah. tan ass. I love, I love it. I've, I've missed, I haven't used Bulma yet, but uh, they look know, really actual, good, you, don't they? Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're fucking brilliant. Nah. And you, like I said, using the Kamehameha was was great fun. <laughs> um, and the Nimbus Cloud was good for getting out of a pinch. Yeah, you know, that's what you need. Done in. I can't. I couldn't quite see what it was. I'm assuming that was like a that Definitely, I was definitely trunks. Um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen some more characters, but obviously I understand that's not always possible. But yeah, Plus, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, definitely. I don't know how long the actual Dragon Ball weapons are going to be in there, so it's definitely worth getting in there now. But the battle pass and stuff is is long gone, so you've shit the bed on getting your Shenron, I'm afraid. Unless they bring it back, of course. But um, they will definitely bring it back. From fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So With different skins. You can play Beerus and Whis and Piccolo and shit. Beerus like is in there. You can, but you could, you could buy. Oh, you get Beerus. And, you could buy Goku and Beerus or. Uh, Vegeta and Bulma. Oh, because uh, you don't think then, like Goku. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and Goku and Beerus was more expensive than Vegeta and Bulma, which is why I went Vegeta for that one. Yeah, um, that, makes, that makes sense. And what about yeah, no, it's and Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, not. No, um, no Krillin, no Chin, no, no. Again, no Trunks, no Freezer, no Cell. Nothing. Yeah, there's so many they could have included, which would be great if they did it. Oh, Freezer yeah, over Cell every day. Um, but yeah, so. It was a good crossover event. I enjoyed it. Like I said, I've always been a bit of a fan of Fortnite and and making Vegeta do the oh. emote. It's never going to get old, you know. Um, Why did they not bring Gallant Gun in it? That that pissed me off. If you're yeah, bringing Goku's moving it, bring fucking Vegeta's in yeah, it. Yeah, it was a bit disappointed that it was only the Kamehameha rather than you know the character specific ones. But, yeah. 
Uh, it is what it is, isn't it? I enjoyed it. It was great little crossover. I think it was probably their biggest crossover event. I think I've read um, in terms of like traffic and impressions and sales and stuff like that. So uh, we might be tempted to bring some more characters in at some point. But that's mm-hmm. pretty much all I've been playing that I'm allowed to talk about right now. Next week, watch the space. Um, let's go to Graham next. And is that all right? Am I allowed to go to Graham next? Yeah, you can go whoever wants next. Good, Graham. Yeah. Tell me about what you've yeah. been playing this week, please. I think I'll only talk about one because I just remembered the other one might not be ready released yet. <laughs> so I'll talk about the ones I have been playing, which is uh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Five. I've been playing a bit more of um, that one. And basically, yeah, as I mentioned last week, it's sort of super surreal. And there was like your main character or your group that you're with, which you see in there, it's just got just tons of swagger about everything that they're bulletproof and they just go about their day like that. Nothing can hurt them. And um, yeah, there's just the, the gangs in there that you fight against. You, I can't remember what the name of the the, um, the Mexican style ones in there, but uh, they always sort of they were just around pretty much every corner of their sort of trucks. You got the idols, which are like the futuristic ones, which have the weird shaped things on their head. And um, yeah, the, the missions, as you asked last week, they are still in there. They the um, the ambulance chasing missions where you kind of got smacked oh, yeah. around by cars and nice. you've got to fly through the air and bounce off other cars etc oh that's that back one. in there yes so, yes i love that one the way is that, that insurance fraud isn't it yeah insurance fraud that's it um the way that they've done it now is that um, as you met as i mentioned last week you kind of find the church and that becomes your home base as you kind of earn money by doing side hustles and things like that you can buy plots of land to sort of put something on and as you put something on it like the insurance fraud base, then that unlocks the insurance fraud missions around the map. And so there's lots of different things that you can unlock. There's one that's got like a garbage or like a toxic waste removal where you've got to drive really slowly with toxic waste on the back. It's a slight jump on a curb or a bump of a car sets off all the, the oil cans that's all, or the toxic cans just bubbling and bursting on the back of the truck. Um, there's other kind of cool ones. So a shotgun where you've got a ride in the side of a car or someone robs a bank and then jumps in the car and you've got to kind of defend them until you get away. There's lots of different kind of cool kind of side hustles like that bit. And yeah, I mean, I'm a couple of hours into it. I'm enjoying it as much as I did the other kind of Saints Row and it's kind of stuck true to that kind of fashion. It's just, it feels that just extra more surreal that there's, there's no risk. Like everyone just keeps randomly murdering other people nearby and that's like the police don't really care <laughs> there's barely any kind of police presence i think the police are kind of one of the gang they've got a band called the the marshals which are kind of like a police outfit as such um but there's one neat thing i'd like to mention that i haven't mentioned before is that there's little mi- minor events that you come across when you're sort of driving across like someone else has been stopped by the police and they're built over halfway on the side road and so you have to kind of dodge them if you're driving past them and or there's someone like as you're driving around in the desert someone's just broken down and you see them try to fix their car from the back and if you try and run out and steal their car like the car's health is like right at the you kind of like can it will explode so it's kind of little neat tweaks in that the the only downside i think i have with the game is it's still got a couple of bugs uh, in the actual game, I had uh, one point where the mission I restarted a mission because I failed it, and uh, I couldn't press any of the buttons. 
I could just run around, oh, but I couldn't couldn't shoot, couldn't fire anything, just running around aimlessly. It's like did it all the buttons start start back, there's nothing was happening. So that kind of got fluffed at one point and just with the cars it seems to go a bit mental at times. So if you stand next to a motorbike and you just keeps jutting into it and won't actually get on the bloody thing. It takes about four or five attempts to get onto the bike. So um yeah, every now and then there's a, a minor blip. Like when you get in some of the side hustles, you get unlimited ammo with the gun you're forced to use for that kind of side mission. And as you come out of that mission, you kind of had um, the same gun, but with unlimited ammo in your bit, which is handy outside of the main bit. It saves you having to pick up ammo, but I don't think it's meant to happen that way on purpose. But yeah, it's neat. Um, it's good. Uh, and how, how many hours it. in are you? Uh, yeah, I think I'm well on my way, sort of being about sort of ten hours into it, if not more. Okay, so it's quite a long title, then. It's not like uh, it's the same. It's sort of if you imagine GTA with a lot more sort of humour into it. There's so much stuff on the side you can do. There is main missions that's always there if you want to jump into a main missions, but there's side missions, things to find, different kind of minor objectives. You kind of get given objectives that sort of help level up certain perks. So there's always stuff to do, like some stuff of them are wild stuff. Cool. Yeah, there's something that says like try and do a barrel roll in a car, and then you unlock a mm. perk with it that allows you to either like nitro or jump off and use a, a wing gliding suit off the top of the car. So there's lots of little neat bits, and there's quite a lot to do as usually there is in Saints Row. So have they gone kind of gone back to like the original like Saints Row one two, or is it more? Kind of. It's just it's it's just a complete kind of reboot of kind of what the first one is, but rather than being as quite gritty as like the first one for the original Saints Row, it's like you were kind of broken into a gang and you kind of made your way up to the ranks. Whereas this one is you're just four friends that kind of just are sick of working for other people and just form their own kind of gang, and it suddenly turns out to be the Saints in the church with the same logo as from the first game. And stuff. Oh, okay. So I it's think. got a load of a nods to the kind of the original series, but yeah, it's it's a standalone kind of reboot of the first one in, with a different, completely different story. Perfect. Yeah, Enjoy. Yes, uh, like I said, I'll definitely be up for giving it a bit of co-op action with you at some point soon. Um, yeah, I definitely I won't play it on my own. There's no way I'm not interested. But I've got up for coming, <laughs> causing some carnage and shooting some shit. Absolutely. Um, yeah, nice. So, um, I I think you can discuss that other game if you want to, uh, but if not, we can we can leave it till nearer the time when it's out because it's not out for another week or so yet. Okay, well, yes, I'll, I'll leave that one for now then, until then. Okay, all right, cool. So, let's get on to Daniel then, shall we? Daniel, tell oh. me what you've been playing this week. Obviously, lots of video games. No, no not much. Um, I have only really been playing Midnight Fight Express, which I kind of spoils my Project Game Pass as well, but. Um... <laughs> That's the way I like doing things. Um, so I streamed it at what beginning of the week. Um, this is really cool. So it's like an isometric, well, as you can see on the screen right now, um, brawling fighting game with um, with a story with an undertone of a story where you wake up. Uh, you wake up. You get this bot that all of a sudden starts telling you that you have uh, you have to clean up the city. Um, okay. and then off you go and basically beat the shit out of various <laughs> gangs for the next 42 levels yeah I, um, I, I must admit I did skip the story I was like BBB I skip 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 and then I started beating everyone up I was like why am I doing this I've not <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the fr- 
I've got a real gripe and frustration frustration with this game because they're at present. I think there's only kind of three main characters in terms of dialogue. Everything is text based, so and it's quite long text. So you're reading it and then you're just like, actually, I just want to beat the crap out of someone. So you just kind of buzz through it, um, which is annoying. I would have loved to have voice acting in it. Um, I mean, the combat looks fantastic. Uh, it's great. The frustrating thing is when you first start, you're not that powerful so as you complete a level or as you kind of combo score or as you um collect gold teeth from someone you've just beaten up you can then get points to put into your uh your skill tree which then gives you the ability to then counter moves um have new move sets so you can see that this game is geared towards kind of the replayability factor and going you know so you get halfway through the level, go, oh, do you know what? I want to S-star the first mission, go all the way back and play again. Um, it's just fun. It's fun beating the crap out of people. Um, there was a mission that you just saw in the trailer where as you're going through a cargo yard, shipping yard, they start dropping cargo crates down on people. So you can almost group people together. And then just as the cargo drops, you can roll out the way and they get squished. Pretty cool. Um it is one one thing I I was confused about, which I don't know if you can clear up. You know, you said about the upgrades and stuff. Yes, the the very first level is like a tutorial level, and it's just like you can press Y to to parry or uh, press this to to do this move. Yeah, and then once I got out of that, I seem to have lost all of those abilities and had to unlock them again. Am I just being daft or? No, I think that's the it's the gives you that kind of basic grounding of what you can do. I think at the moment I'm on level ten. Oh, get out of it, you fuckers. Um, <laughs> yeah, level 10. So you've got uh, four main skill trees, hmm. and then through there you've got five or six um, yeah. things off that, and yes, you have to unlock certain bits. To so the first thing I did was unlock the grab move, which then gave me a choke slam, which is yep. fucking awesome, obviously, because choke slams are great. Um, Only three tables, also... though. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I also had to unlock the ability to parry people, so... Now I get a nice big button prompt of the Y button when they're about to hit me. And it's almost like yeah. Batman, like where he, he sort of like pirouettes and deflects that attack yeah. and then deflects that one. And, and it's all over the place so I can beat the shit out of people. Yeah. And then as you keep on going down that kind of parry tree, you can then get um, like different move sets. Like if you're pressed down, you'll like sweep his leg. If you press another one, you can like kick him up in the air. Oh, it's, just, it's good. It's a nice beat him up. But as I said, I, I'm annoyed that there's no voice acting. And it's definitely right. single player only, right? I'm not just missing Sing, As far as I'm aware, it's only single player only. I have not seen awesome any. That would be mental. I just think that I don't think they would be able to scale the amount of enemies or up the difficulty because, as you said, on some of the enemies, they've got guns and tasers and just be far too easy because you, you could uh, kind of get everyone to face you as your mates going around beating the crap out of them from behind. Uh, so yeah, so I'm definitely interested in uh, in the rest of these guys checking it out because I think, especially Graham, you know, coming from our like, yeah. streets of rage heritage, um, I, I think you might quite enjoy it. Um, this and, reminds me of the the Die Hard trilogy game that you got on the Sega Saturn. That was kind of the oh, seems sort of isometric. Yeah, sort of, sort of like sort of like that, just uh, slightly shinier and more uh, fist punchy rather than shooty. Um, but yeah, so yeah, hopefully we'll all give it a go, Ian, over the next week or so. And then we can um, we can talk about it next week. 
uh, for our Project Game Pass segment, which we always do every week. Um, yeah. Right, so anything else, Daniel, or should we let these two chumps talk about fucking... Yeah. Well, he's got WWE to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I know. Go on, Ian, Ian, keep me interested for a little bit longer and tell me all about WWE 2K22. Clash at the Castle. Where? Clash. Wow, well, we could talk about that. That was. I don't shit. think we need to talk about that, do we? Well, then the reason he won is shenanigans as always. But oh, yes, anyway. I'm doubling into a bit of WWE 2K again. Uh, I thought, give my. Because obviously, I've been away for quite a bit. So I thought I wanted to just chill out every now and again in the evening. So I forced on my career mode again. So I did that and had a bit of fun with the quit. The quit mode is quite cool because obviously you can go between brands whenever you see fit, and each brand has different kind of storylines. And it's not like you kind of jump your straight straight into the WWE title picture. You kind of have to work your way up in it. So that was quite cool. Then I thought I would give a bit more of a dabble in that. Um, it's quite different because obviously you can pick your storylines as you go through by talking to people backstage. And it's kind of a weird kind of way because sometimes I have it as like friendly rivalry. So, oh, let's have a fight and cause a star rivalry. And that way you kind of do live on TV. But it doesn't really benefit much. It's more just to kind of go for the storyline and i do find that sometimes especially in the career mode when you're doing it it's like well everyone knows backstage they're all friends why do you have to kind of force this backstage like this whole heat but really it's still a good fun game um then i kind of dabbled into a bit of the classic royal rumble kind of got to get that done fortunately you were guess you could of course you can guess who won of course big old roman reigns somehow always wins it naturally I mean, can't even go yeah. in the computer game can't win it. But somehow, <laughs> somehow, and I started the, the best main thing. Best thing about it though is the um, GM mode. The GM mode is kind of the one where you actually become your own general manager. You pick a kind of, um, I guess, team of wrestlers that you want to be in your kind of roster. And I was going for that. Of course, I had quite a big roster, but then I also had Dexter Loomis. Hey, oh yeah. Somehow he became champ. He's kidnapped the Miz and he's buying in the Hartwell. Fuck, he's the guy's doing no bad for himself. Yeah, I know. Did well, I know. And it, somehow he won. I was like, I'm stopping there. That's perfect time to finish. <laughs> like, it's like so weird. Like it being Roman Reigns. And I'm getting distracted by chat, but bye, Dan. So, um, yeah, so, so obviously. This is the the one they took a year off to make. We played it at um, WASD, I think it was Waz. Yes, right? Waz. Yes, uh, yeah. and really enjoyed it. And I've been tempted to pick it up several times, but it's it's not quite hit that sort of level. I'm ready to go, to go for it yet. Have you been playing? You said the career and the GM mode. Have you yeah. been trying any like online matches or anything like that? Or just... No, I'm not a huge fan of online um, kind of WWE. So, because like I say, you always get either someone who's like a Jamie and always counters everything. Damn right. Uh, yeah. king. <laughs> so sweaty. Like, it's just, yeah. But, you know, like I say, I, I prefer to do my own kind of thing. So I'll be doing the, the GMO, the kind of a storyline thing, having like a rumble here and there and a bit of fun. Um, but yeah, the GMO, I think, is probably my more favorite one of the of the, of the, the three most, like, the three things I did, really. Um, uh, so. Have you... Tr- have you tried um, the Rey Mysterio, uh, what's it called, showcase? Is that right? No, yeah, no, not yet. I ha- so again, because there's so much different things to do, I haven't even gone anywhere near the showcase yet. And I've had kind of the main bit of it all, so I kind of really need to. Yeah. Let's go to my load up. Oh, what should I do? That's my career mode. Well, let's go back to my GM mode for a bit. And then let's have a mess around the Royal Rumble and see how far I can get with one character. And then you just, time, you just forget. Yeah. So, 
The only, the only part yeah. I've really played other than what we played there was I got a free trial on the PS Plus when I got my PlayStation. Um, and I tried the Rome Zero, and it's really cool because it gives you like a little video package intro, and then you go straight into the match, you do some moves that they require you to do, and then when you hit like the big like set piece of the match, you save Rome Zero, you do the 619, for example, as he swings around to kick it, it sort of transitions straight into live footage. Of like the real ah. match, and then you watch a bit of the real match, and then it comes back. And as he jumps off the rope, for example, it cha- changes back to the gameplay, and then you carry on playing from there. Uh, and it's really clever and really, really interesting. Um, I, I'm not the biggest Ray Mysterio fan, but um, yes, yeah, yeah, I did that recommend lot. checking it out. They do that kind of not in like that good a kind of way you watch the match, but like they're doing like career mode, like say, Oh, beat up this character so much, and then he goes, Then you go, Irish whip him. Then when you Irish whip him, then and like a transition happens where something of the story mode will happen, then they'll give you like two options what you want to do. Yeah. A bit like hit him with a chair or push him away or something like that. Yeah. Obviously not that kind of options, but that's kind of a heel or face kind of options. And yeah. heel's always the way to do it. And then Roman Reigns comes out of nowhere and just fucking wins that. Superman punch. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Then <laughs> next Limit comes out. Some fucking thud cousins three times removed on his sister's auntie's side comes in and fucking rescues him. I was going to say, at this point, they just have the entire island of fucking uh, Samoa come out. Just just like an army of people. It was all related somehow. I I knew his brother's sister's friend before we went to... I would have preferred Tamina to come out. (laughs) I fucking... I I packed his shop in one day. Fucking hell, that's in. Yeah, I once flew over the island to go somewhere else. Does that that count? Am I your brother? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, cousin! Uh, But yeah, that's that's enough of of Roman Reigns' real-life WWE bullshit. Um, But the game's good. Obviously, it it got a good review on our site, xboxstam.com, go check it out. Um, And yeah, I definitely want to play it at some point. The the AEW game coming up looks very good as well, but we can talk about that when uh, nearer the time. When's that coming out? Too cartoony. I think they said at some point in the next few months i don't know i've, I've lost it but it, it harks back to like the n64 no mercy the wrestlemania get uh, days oh, okay yeah, it's always good but that's getting by the by ian ross i've been trying to put this off but we're now an hour and 34 <laughs> minutes into this yes so we can't so put we'll skip much my first I one i played and let's <laughs> we'll go it's a first one we'll, we'll be here all fucking night no we're here all night i said gta3 but we ignore that let's yeah, talk we'll, about we'll, we'll f1 talk about Manager, so, recently released and reviewed by our good friend Special Guest Pete on the website. Um, you guys have been playing F1 Manager, not Football Manager, F1 Manager 2022, uh, which, according to Special Guest Pete, is fucking brilliant. It is. Have at it, you two. I mean, like, I I didn't know what to expect with this because it's like a, a, a F1 management game. So, like, I was kind of, obviously, I've done the team principal mode and the Formula One main games, which is kind of yeah. hands-on, but... But very, you're you're playing it, so it's, yeah, it's very cool. loosely hands on, and then you get dropped into this, and I was like, "Fuck me, where'd I start?" Like, holy shit! <laughs> it was like everything to do with like fucking just upgrades, tire compounds, fucking pitch strategies, managing both members of your team, scouting potential new drivers, which is all right up my football manager idea. But holy shit, man, this was like seriously in depth. I mean, I fired up for 15, 20 minutes the other night, and it's not it's not that type of game. You cannot just jump in and spend 15, 20 minutes. You need to like commit yeah. two, three hours to this in a sitting. 
to even get any sort of success into what you're trying to do because there is so many options, so many variables, so many things you can tweak, chop and change. It's un- it's remarkable how in-depth it is and how beautiful it looks as well. It's a stunning-looking game. Yes, definitely, I agree. Um, it's Yeah, it's difficult because like, it's, it's not it's a difficult one to kind of learn, a learning curve, because there's so many different variables you've got to kind of go for. Again, all the upgrades and stuff. It's not like it's so simple. Like, even things like you've got to make sure you have enough parts for your car. Yeah. So you've got, you've got to make sure you've got to make sure all the enough parts so you can actually have your car drivable in a race. Yeah, it's it's like like you say, small things. Like, so obviously you've got a race strategy that the first practice you send them out on, they both go out, same sort of strategy. And then you see what, like, the strengths of the driver is for that strategy and whether you not need to tweak certain things for this driver but not for this driver. And then you get feedback based on what that driver thinks of your tweaks and whether or not that's improved their driving or not their driving. It's It's like a fucking barrage of data. And you're like, holy shit, this is incredible. Has he will not fuck smash my back door in? Whoa, wait on. I just woke up. What? Yeah, <laughs> I, I went for I went for McLaren because um, boring. No, I went. Um, I I watched Drive to Survive, and one of the team principals, Gunther, is just. He, I mean, that guy's that's comedy gold. And one of the interviews was basically he rips the team a new one because they, they I think it's they've crashed in each other or something and wiped each other out, cost themselves points. One of the drivers goes into the office or both drivers go in the office, come back out, and as they come back out, they smash the door shut. And Gunther comes flying out the office, storms down to like their caravan, and you just pick it up on the mic, feel like the camera chasing them, and doesn't speak particularly perfect English. So his saying is he will not fuck smash my door in. It's what it says. It's got T-shirts and everything. Like Haas, the actual team, have put official merchandise with this blazoned over the front of it. So mm. I was like, no, nah, that's me. If, now that I've got the, the chance to step into Gunther's shoes, I'm taking over Haas. Yes. Um, right. So this this obviously, this isn't from... Uh, Codemasters makes, and things like that. No, no it's not Codemasters. That's EA. Yeah, yeah. This one. It's from Frontier Developments, right? Who yes. do it like the kinds of like Elite Dangerous and uh, Roller, uh, not Roller Coaster, Jurassic World and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, do you, have they done a solid job of, like you said, packing a shit ton of detail in, or is there anything they could have added more, or maybe even simplified so, more? I've only done a few races. I'm about six races in, but I'm speaking especially against Pete, um, and he's done quite. A, he's on a full season. He fucking loves it, doesn't he? He couldn't yeah. wait. Oh, he's like day one instant. He does say, like, say sometimes um, he, well, both me and him have both found the best chance of getting points is when it rains because the AI aren't very good when it comes to wet weather races. And I found my most of my points have come from when the rain, because what happened, I had one race, um, it was in Miller. Um, again, sorry to bore you, Jamie. Uh, it was basically, it was wet. we said it was going to be a wet race. I was like, okay, cool. I put a wet race, but it's only light rain, but it's wet. So I was like, okay, cool. I put intermediate on to start with. I put on inters, but everyone else started on softs, medium, hard. I was like, what the fuck? Why is everyone starting on normal tires? So it's going to be wet. So I thought, fuck, I'll just start the race. So I started it, went round, two laps in, it started raining. So everyone started pitting. So I went first and second. So I got my teammate, called Danny Rick, to kind of hold everyone back. And for like, literally for like, 50 laps, he was just holding the whole whole field up whilst Norris was just doing hooning laps round. Got about Norris 20, is like this. 
He's off. Yeah, he's like 20, he got like 25, 27 second lead because they couldn't pass him because of the rain. And again, they had, and then he had to pit, and unfortunately, he had to pit for because uh, it wasn't was into to wets, and he could have got more wet, and then, so he went in wets and almost went to wets. But because Norris was so far ahead on wets, managed to come through. But then again, the air got a bit clever, and the, they dominated the pit, and it came down to fourth in the end because obviously Nandewick couldn't hold him up so much longer anymore. Because when he pit and came back out, he came back out behind them. But still, it's just like that kind of thing puts puts it off because like you should take a bit more strategy upon that when it comes to wet run yeah. races. Um, Pete, Pete has also noticed that a lot of transfers do happen in the f- next season because a lot of the drivers have only one year contracts, so you can get any pretty much most drivers that you want really um, to your team. But then you can also buy them out and go into minus money, and you don't get affected. For example, I did a mess around where I was like, um, I want to be to see what happens if I kind of sacked Verstappen and and Perez. So I brought in um, Schumacher and Album into my team. But instead of what happened was it just swapped drivers over. So now all of a sudden Max was in the Williams and Perez was at Haas. I was like, oh, that's Why in the name of all that is holy would you bring in those two? Well, because I don't like Max, that's all. <laughs> and Perez is a bit of a twat. Outrageous. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. But yes, outrageous. How dare you? Exactly. Uh, so so uh, um, like Ross does with his friend like uh, Bristol and Brighton and all that sort of shit, Thank you. Um, can you do like co-op seasons? No, or... so there's no co-op whatsoever, mm-hmm. and there's no create your own team. You have to be a team. Like, so, so I'm hoping like the next F1 manager, because I'm sure they're going to be one every year. Because oh, I think like the, I think with the success this has had, I mean, like not just even like from what we're saying here, like uh, quite uh, there's a, a very popular football manager streamer who is going to EGX by the way. And he has pretty much given up his football manager schedule to start playing F1 manager because the people watching it find it fantastic entertainment value. And he's, it's like rejuvenated him to stream because the enjoyment factor he's getting out of it is, fun, is great. And the, the people watching him are thinking it's like they're so invested in how these drivers' careers are going to take off. Hmm. It does look. I mean, I'm not into F1 at all, even less than football. Amazing, I know. I don't understand that. Um, <laughs> but watching what Pete's put up, like the clips and stuff he's put up and the, the bits I've seen on YouTube and stuff, it does look more exciting to watch that than it would be to watch a football manager Well, game. yeah, because football manager has a very basic, horrible match engine, if you're being honest. Like, I don't even watch the match engine. I just watch the 2D fucking top-down Subutio-type things moving around Me. the pitch. Whereas the actual in-game racing is beautiful, yeah, um, you have to like, kind of have to watch it. Yeah, I mean you can speed it up to like stupid amount, and it just shows you the racetrack, like the cars going around it. But if you watch it on like a normal or even double speed, you still get to see the cars, you get to see the like the circuits. It's a beautiful experience to actually race. Whereas on Football Manager, you don't have that. Like the match engine is horrible to look at. It's like. 1990s graphics um, so it's a more aesthetic game to watch and participate in yes and it's got obviously the cinematic angles because you're not just yeah. following one car around the track for. and then obviously you've got the ability days. to jump between both cars and then you can jump between like rival cars and things like that as well so you can see like if, if somebody's ahead of you you can see how far how, how far the back car behind you is and things like that so yeah, it's it's a brilliant game. Uh, for this being the first type of game that they've put out like this in the F1 world, they've knocked it out of the park. 
And so you both playing on Xbox or PC? Xbox, Xbox. for me, yeah. yeah. I think I, mean, I definitely think it suits more to PC just because you, when you're in yeah, like yeah. a race, you've got a lot of tabs to flick between. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, LBRB, RT, there's loads of tabs to flick between. So it definitely suits more to PC where you've got like your hotkeys where you can just hit like one, two, three, four, five, and it'll swap to the menu that you need it to. Um, but it's not, it's not bad. It's certainly like in certain times of games where you've had like Civilization that comes to Xbox, it's not like you can't realistically enjoy it because it's not designed to play on a con uh, controller. This one actually is, does a really good job of porting it across. Yeah, I feel like they've done, like I say, they've done a really good job of trying to yeah. make the gameplay very fluid and flows quite well. So yeah. Nice. Good. I'm uh, enjoying it. I will continue I'm, playing it. Yes, I'm yeah. glad to hear you enjoyed it. Like you said, for a first effort, it sounds like they've fucking knocked out the park. Um, so here's hoping onwards and upwards every year. Um, Graham, I, I imagine you're probably about as interested as I am in playing F1 Manager <laughs> 2022. But have you checked it out? Does it have you? Can you at least appreciate how it would yeah, appeal yeah, to these two fine gentlemen? Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. If you're into that F1, then obviously it could be right up your street to sort of dabble in being a manager yourself on it. And there's definitely a market for those kind of manager type games. So F1's just another angle to go at it. And, the game looks pretty impressive. That's, I mean, the graphics of the actual racing itself looks pretty decent. So, yeah, you can see why at least people are interested in it. At least the races are more fun than it was watching this one, watching today's <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, today's one was not uh, not an entertaining race. <laughs> Never, you don't say. Anyway, um, hmm. uh, any more on F one manager? Do you want to talk about football manager or or how we how we're feeling? How we we do? I mean, we've we're an hour and forty five in. And I can see Rossi's like shaking at the prospect of talking about yet another manager game. So, uh, Ian, are you are you happy to join in on the football manager chat? I have just recently thousand G football manager. So right, cool. Let's great. Are you right? You, do you want to pop off for a cigarette or something? Yeah, or? I'm, I'm practicing sleeping with my eyes open. <laughs> I'll make it quick. Um, Brighton, Bristol City. What, what can you say about these juggernauts? Um, currently remind, riding... remind me which one you are again. Yeah. I'm Brighton. I am Brighton. I am the and Seagulls. Bristol City. And Bristol City, yes. I, I made sure I popped that in the chat last week. So question. City. Why are you a Premier League team and he's not? So we had a save on a previous iteration of Football Manager and it was Brighton and Derby when they were both in the Championship. And we planned on doing it this time again, but obviously Derby currently have that points deduction and things like that. And when we went into the game editor to try and fix it, it didn't work. Basically, Bright, uh, Derby, you couldn't get away from getting the points deduction. So there was no way to bring Derby up and make them into like the Premier League club that we were planning on doing. Um, so Bristol City was the team that we brought up instead to be... The Premier League club. Um, so cheated and brought Premier League Bristol into the Prem. Yes. Um, Who'd you do relegate? Relegate. Brentford. Um, so as it currently stands, Brighton and Bristol City are currently sitting one and two in the league. Brighton have a five-point lead at the top of the league, or two-point lead with a game in hand. Sorry. Um, both are doing well in Europe. Uh, Brighton currently are due to play Barcelona in the semi-final of the Champions League. Bristol City are up to play Man United in the semi-finals of the Europa League. Um, so both are looking good for 
hopefully progression to a final of a European competition. Um, Bristol City won the Emirates, not the Emirates, the Carabao Cup, sorry, um, winning a penalty shootout against Man United and were then disposed in the FA Cup on penalties against Bristol, no Bristol, Preston, sorry. Um, but as it stands, both sitting flying high in the league and doing ridiculously well in Europe. Good. I don't want to ask any more questions. I'll keep carry on. Ask all the questions yeah. you like. Short and sweet. But now that I have authorization from the CEO, Jamie, um, there will be a blog. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> there will be a blog coming on the site that I will keep updated. So I will get the first season put up and then I will do an addendum when the second season is finished. And we've only got about eight games left in the season. So it is definitely going down to the wire. And what makes it even sweeter is the final game of the season is Brighton v Bristol City at the Amex, which could be the title decider. Well, so it's very I'm much excited. it's very much getting rather anxious at this point of the league. We need to, you need to record that one if it is. Yes. So I've recorded all the other games that we've played. Um, as it stands at the moment, Brighton are undefeated against Bristol City. Um, two wins and a draw. So it'll be interesting to see how the teams shape up going into the last game of the season. Awesome. No more questions, hmm. Joanna. I'll leave yes. it at that. <laughs> very very exciting I look forward to reading your uh, opinions and write up and stuff and keeping us updated on the site at xboxdamon.com um, and I yeah I, I'm, that's all you're getting at me I'm sorry um, anything else gentlemen we've been playing yeah <laughs> I've drained there, the energy out of the room <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to bring one other thing up this week but it's, we're, we've run long, but we'll bring it up next week. It's fine. Um, let's move on to the last segments of the show, shall we? Whoop, Wonderful. Whoop. Um, we're going to get into some of the reviews that have gone up on the website recently, including Thymesia from Graham. Thank you, Graham. Yeah. Um, uh, he gave it 7.5. Quite a tricky Dark Souls-esque title, which he spoke about a few weeks ago. Uh, Pac-Man World repacked gameplay from um, Corey. Uh, he was quite high on it. He gave it an 8. Uh, seemed to enjoy it quite a lot. He never played the original, but um, he seemed to enjoy this remaster remake. I do that quite uh, quite a lot. And I can't remember if I, I, I'm pretty sure I spoke about Tiny Kid last week, but my reviews now gone up. Um, I gave it a whopping nine point eight because fucking hell, what a game! Have you guys checked out Tiny Kid yet? Was that the Pikmin one that you were saying? Yeah, I see yeah, some battles. I'm out. Oh, Thank you, Graham. Thank you, I didn't hear what he said, but I'm going to choose to say to believe he said Pikmin's great, but Tinykin's also almost almost as good. Um, yeah, no, what a fucking brilliant game! That's definitely going to be in my GOT wise for this year, that's for sure. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that. So yeah, that's all the reviews this week that have gone up so far. There's been a couple of other bits and pieces, uh, including like, like I said, one other hardware bit, but I'll talk about that next week. Uh, but curious to hear about that. Yes, it's it's very good, but uh, cause we're way too long. So let's let's come back, put a pin in it for next week. Um, let's talk about things instead. Coming to Game Pass, and uh, I've forgotten who does this bit because it's not written there. <laughs> it's me. It's Ross, me. tell me all about things that are coming to Game Pass this week or this month, I should say. So we'll do this. Do this week, yeah. So uh, currently came to Game Pass already. Grid Legends, uh, September first, console and PC. Um, and then coming up this week is Disney Dreamlight Valley, uh, early access, September 6th on console. 
Train Sim World 3, September 6, console, PC, and cloud. And that's all for this coming week. You know what? That September 6 sounds like a great date for games to be released. I wonder what else is happening that day. That uh, sounds back. like a perfect a perfect day. That's yeah, like the best date. going to come a whole year older than me. He's so old. He's by, the way, old. by the way, happy birthday, Ian, for yesterday. Yes. He's now um, 45 as well. So oh! Thank you very much. Um, I ain't that old. <laughs> uh, however, we can debate our ages all day long, gentlemen. But let's not talk about that now. Let's talk about things that are leaving Game Pass. And Ian, why don't you tell us what's leaving this month? Games are leaving, unfortunately, which is quite a big list, which feels more bigger than normal. Um, a Plague Tale Innocence, Final Fantasy 13, The Artful Escape, Aragami 2, Lost Words Beyond the Page, Bug Fables, The Everlasting Sapling, Craftopia. Flynn, Son of Crimson, I Am Fish, which is a fucking amazing game, Skatebird, and Mighty Goose. So, as Ian alluded to there, I Am Fish is a good game, if you're into that sort of physics weirdness. Uh, Craftopia, me and Graham talked about quite a lot before. Uh, really enjoyed that sort of crafting type adventure. Uh, and Flynn, Son of Crimson, if you haven't played that yet, you need to play that. It's fucking brilliant. It was almost one of my game of the years last year. It's such a great little 2D, almost like Metroidvania-style game. Really, really good. Um, and obviously Plague Tale, which I've already spoke about. So go check them out. Before the 15th, when they go, leave us forever. Until they come back to Game Pass, like most things yeah. do eventually. Uh, but I'm if you're not... shocked that Avigami 2 is going. That's the one I'm sad about as well. Yeah, see, that's, that's a good game. I, I haven't finished it yet, but I've played most of it, and that's quite good. Um, I'd like to play it in co-op, Ian. Um but yeah, no, yes, I, I, did, I did enjoy that for what I've played so far. Um, got like old school stealth game like Tenchu. Uh, but if you're not um, in, you know, up to speed with this whole Game Pass bullshit, if you just want to stick stick it OG and go for Xbox Live games of gold, Graham, why don't you tell us what you can pick up for the next month? Yep. For now, you can pick up Scourge Bringer until September the 15th. You can pick up God's Will Fall from now until September 30th. And Thrillville from the now until the fifteenth of September. Um, right. So yeah, some great games there that you can go pick out, and I've got a few reviews of of some of them, including Gods of Four and Double Kick Heroes on the site right now. You can go check them out xbox.com. For a little plugs today, Ross, you've plugged me up, and now I'm like plugging everywhere. Oh, oh, right. Anyway, that's enough of that bullshit. Right. So uh, unless anyone else has got anything to bring up, we've almost hit the two hour mark, so we should probably wrap it up and go to bed. Some of us have got to be up in less than five hours. So, <laughs> gentlemen, this has been Xbox Tavern's X Pod Tavern episode 92nd. Uh, and thank you very much if you made it this far for listening. You are a fucking hero. We love you. Uh, and you can find us, as Ross said earlier on, YouTube, Twitter, Discord, Patreon, all sorts of places. Just uh, ask Jeeves for Xbox Tavern and he will point you in the right direction, hopefully. Uh, you can follow myself at Enaxan on Twitter. You can follow Ross at Scottish Croft. Ian. Man, Nutty Ray. Graham. At Graham Reaper. And and Daniel had to dip out quickly, but he is at chocolatebear 80 on Twitter. Um, go give him some love. And thank you very much. We will see you next week at 8 pm. Yes. Don't forget to get your answers in for a game of the year for 2017 if you'd like to on our Twitters or Discord. And we'll see you then. Bye. Love you. Bye. Haven't done this in a 